Wow, I bet this is Lord knows. It's the Mallory Bros Podcast. And we coming at you live with episode 43. Hey, look, as we head into this Friday, we're gonna make sure the vibes is with us. I can never miss a loss. I can never miss a lot. I can never miss a lot. Please tell me what it costs. Make me pour this money out the drop. I will want it to. It's all one three. That's why I never took a lot. See, I got many types of flowers. I swear I never miss a lot. You say you're a Sagittarius. Tell me what a Sagittarius do. You only eat vegetarian food. In the backseat of the mad you don't speak English immigration. Promise I won't leave you waiting. Catch an Uber to the dealership, girl. You're gonna pick up your new registration. I'm listening, you ain't know you. I'm listening, you ain't know you. You're not you. And you know, and you know. I'm listening, you ain't know you. I'm listening, you ain't know you. You're not you. I can never miss a loss. I can never miss a loss. Try to find somebody else. I can, I can never, never miss, miss a. What's up, Terrell? What's good, Rail? What What's you know good? about this? What's up? Huh? What's this? You heard? Uh huh. Yeah. Dolph, yeah. nigga. Let the fans play. Yeah, my watch dumb, but my chain a little dumb. Hey, Friday. I've been doing numbers. Came up in the jungle. Hey, Friday. I can't see none of you little niggas. Stevie Wonder. It's the Mallory Bros Podcast, nigga. Episode 43. Like a plumber. Yeah. That nigga right there only come around because what you got. That bitch right there, she only fucking you because you shining. For real, though. Take money to make money, and it's all about time. I, I went and got rich, but it still can't fix everything. Damn. Doing donuts in the Ferrari in the rain. I don't supposed to be here. Look how far I done came. Yeah, yeah. Drop the top on that bitch. Just I gotta to put the nigga sure on some real shit, yeah, man. Yeah. Blue diamonds all in my Cartier's while I'm reading. Yeah, yeah. Turned to Michael Jackson on that bitch. Told her beat it. <laughs> Girl, I swear your pussy too damn good. I don't need it. Yeah, yeah. Talking about you love you me, bitch. Please, I don't believe yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Had a bad Mexican bitch. Send it best yeah. from Phoenix. Mommy. Yeah, my watch dumb, but my chain a little dumber. Dumber. I've been doing numbers. Number. Came up in the jungle. Jungle. Can't see none of you little nigga Stevie. That shit is fine. Let me tell y'all, if I played the music in the beginning of every joint, they'd be like, yo, that nigga Terrence playlist crazy, bro. You're not getting that if you hit real playlist. You not getting nigga just played key Glock and key Glock and doll. But look, I had a nigga sitting there. Look, the nigga, the that nigga shit was fire. Though, I'm not gonna lie, shit, shit hey, was fire. Mattery Bros Podcast Episode 43. We locked in. Happy Friday. Hey, look, real. What? 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 I don't know. <laughs> this nigga just, just passed it to me. Hit off the humble. Just tossed him the mic. Oh God damn! Hold on, wait. We gotta put some respect on this fuck on this fucking drop, man. Shit be low as fuck. The music be loud and the drop come in silent. Uh-uh, leave that, leave that, leave that. Because it get too hot. Nigga gonna turn it up. Look, and you're not even gonna hear it. And we're gonna be sitting there like, damn, and nothing. 
Hey, look, and at least it's going the whole time. <laughs> it's when it be cutting on out. Fuck up. Yo, yo, Mallory Bros Podcast, episode 43, nigga. We back in the building. Troy Palomalu episode. Yes, sir. 43. I couldn't, I couldn't think of no other 43s, man. Hey, that's it. That's probably the GOAT 43. Yeah. 43, uh, Troy Palomalu. I tried to look up. For some reason, it was like, uh, why is 43 special? And I was like, okay, I might get a, a good meaning. It was like, 43 comes after 44, and then the next prime number is 47. And then after, I'm like, all right, this is too much for me. 43, yeah. <laughs> 43 is a weird number, bro. If you honestly, if you was number 43 for real, for real, you was just like not even that good. You was on the team. You just made the roster. Mm-hmm. And then 43 is that kindred age. Imagine when you turn 43, yeah. nigga, in the middle of life. <laughs> <laughs> like, what you even having a birthday celebration for at 43? Uh-huh, 40, yeah, 43. Ain't shit. You 43, nigga. Shout out to all my niggas out there that's, that's older than, uh, then 43 or, or have it or, or close Damn to 43. We were supposed to start with the we were supposed to start with the older music. It's fine, we can still do it. But yeah, we running we about to run some tunes. Some old tunes. We're not gonna do too much, y'all. This is the this is the highlight. This was the best part we of have Sunday. To do this, yes. Um oh, this is the this was the best part of, of Sunday. I'm about to play it right now. Where is it at? <laughs> Come on. Forgive me. Hey. Big shout out to everybody that celebrated Easter. If you celebrated Easter on Sunday with the family, and around 7 o'clock, you tuned in like the rest of us. Yes, sir. Nigga, we was live. We was <laughs> in the building. I ain't never seen my mother dance till 1 a.m. It was a sight to see, man. You want my love and you can't deny. You young niggas don't know nothing about this, man. <laughs> you know it's true, but you try to right. I'm not even thinking about you, young lady. Yeah. Uh, you young niggas. Uh, young lady, let me talk you to you. You down love like it's really bad. I don't know nothing about that. Come on, bro. Take, I'm, I'm a win fan. You can get what you never had, yeah. Hold on, wait, look. Well, bless your soul. You can fool a few. Listen to the fucking horns, bro. These niggas are amazing. This, this is a band. This is not a group. They are a band. Listen. was the craziest shit ever. Nobody thought Ron Alvey was going to do this shit. Hey, shout out to the older folks listening on, to man. us. We know we got some old heads in the building tonight. Come on, man. Let's turn up on this Friday. Yes, sir. It's 2 a.m. Just getting in about to check my message. No one is called but my homies and some bill collectors. Say you love, bring somebody who wants to borrow money. I two-way her, she don't hear Back something is funny. 
So I called her mother's house and asked her had she seen my baby. Oh, I my six around. Oh, this nigga! Oh, this nigga! This nigga around now to do y'all oh, hear me? You young niggas. Y'all didn't this man see that spitting. video. This man couldn't find his girl and called her mother's house. Look. And asked. Ask, oh my God. Hold on, let the nigga get his shit off. You for that missing lady got back in turned the tv on and caught the news and i put my hand on my head caught some so confused and then i turned the tv down because i thought i heard a squeaky sound <laughs> this nigga was funny that he put the news on bro because you know how look you can't figure out some shit <laughs> he put the news on because fuck it <laughs> he put his hand up like fuck it she ain't on the news <laughs> Something's going on upstairs, yeah. Cause I know nobody else lives here. Come on, y'all. As I get closer, you hear that to the stairways, <laughs> all I hear. And then I hear my baby's boy in my ear. Come on, y'all. I want to see y'all turn up say this nigga r kelly bro he's a creep nigga i don't support him anymore but the one undeniable fact about that nigga is his pen bro that nigga pen is fucking ridiculous he wrote this song yeah that's crazy i was just like all right bet, yeah. imagine a nigga coming to you with this you an artist and somebody <laughs> say i got this song i wrote <laughs> right, a whole son? treatment for a video and everything i'm gonna play the nigga that you talking about I feel like them, them the people Woo! that really run this industry, the ones that make these tracks and say, hey, look, I got this track that's going to take you to the next level. That's crazy. That's crazy. No I didn't bullshit. even know that, that you, just, that you just said that. Yes. R. Kelly, 1, man. Yo, like, he got no, no, I don't think so. He, yeah, that's his fault. <laughs> it makes complete sense <laughs> knowing that R. Kelly wrote it. But, like, honestly, if we were watching the R. Kelly verses and then he played this, we'd be like, he wrote that? You know it, what I'm saying? It, like, it sucks that he was such a creep-ass nigga that we don't get that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It sucks that you couldn't be a regular nigga and you had to do what you did. Yeah. And now you can't partake in this. It's almost like if Tom Brady, if it came out that Tom Brady was out this junk just harassing and raping and raping women or something like that, right? Yeah. Like had a, like, that, had a whole sex ring or some so shit. So we can't, we can't support you no more, nigga. Yeah. But boy, what he could do with that football. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody will be like, I, know, I mean, I know about Tom Brady, but I mean, I'm going to say it. There's nobody in the fourth quarter. They'll be saying Peyton Manning is the best quarterback of all time. It's like, all right, y'all. I get what Tom Brady <laughs> did, but let's be ridiculous. Let's, let's not be ridiculous. But we um we can respect his pen and also just acknowledge that he was on some bullshit. So R. Yes. Kelly, you was on some bullshit. One thousand percent. But we not ain't just being an apologist for your ass. Absolutely. And I never said that. I was I just know. talking about the man's. I know. I'm just clarifying for the, you know those folks that like to connect right. doctors. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, look, we just wanted to start with with that honestly because two reasons. Uh, we figured out that we got some older listeners. Your people that listen to the podcast. So shout, shout out, to, out, shout out to the uh, the OGs, man. That's what I would we call them. I guess. That's what I'm saying. Shout out to the older listeners. Uh, can't even believe you're here. I know, right? Dope. Now I feel Listening like it's mad pressure. Like, yeah, hell yeah. All them times that we was arguing, I feel like, ah, 
hope y'all wasn't listening back then. People love that shit. People, well, you like, know, what I mean, when we get there, I mean, when I say arguing, I don't mean debating. I mean, like, when we be on this joint arguing and it's like, yo, y'all need to clean this shit up. Oh, yeah. I love that it's on here, though. Just for the, the history. Yeah, hell yeah. Rookie um, season shit. Yeah. This is not our rookie season. We've been doing this shit for almost a year. Yeah, this is rookie, this is our rookie in. season. And speaking of, shout out to the Niners on Patreon. Shout out to the Niners that's watching live yes, on sir. Patreon. We did a poll, and uh, I'm going to read y'all the results because we did a poll on, on um, which episode we should end season one on. And y'all, just for clarity, we're not going to end the season and then be gone for like two weeks. Even though we should. That would be dope. But, no, nah, we're not doing that. Can't lose Maybe. steam. <laughs> yeah, we fuck around and take a week off, and y'all not even going to listen no more. But uh, it's just going to be the very next week. We're just going to call it season two. It's just to give us, you know what I'm saying? Season two, episode one? No. It's going to be season two, episode 46. Because, well, it depends. Well, damn. We did the poll <laughs> on which episode we should end for at 45 or for 52. And we had 501 votes for 45. And we had 290 votes for stopping at episode 52. Now, everybody okay. who, who picked 45 were saying in the comments, like, it's, it's just like a legacy thing. It's because of the nine thing that we got going. Mm-hmm. People think that we should do that. And it doesn't always have to be. And shout out to the nigga that put all those numbers together. And he was like, every time you do it, if you add the numbers up, it's nine. Like, four plus five is nine. Um, and then... uh. He was like like ninety plus ninety nine plus zero is nine. Um, what was the other one he did? Sixty three. I don't fuck. It was a comment. And oh, he wow. was like one six three. Niggas are just smart. You ever see man. some niggas put some smart shit down? You like? Yeah. How did you figure it out? You you see a nigga that can draw real <laughs> well? <laughs> yeah. Nigga, Honestly, talented. people who draw it, I swear. But mm-hmm. uh, we all gonna be stopping season one or episode forty five. That doesn't mean anything for real, y'all. I'm curious. Why you it's say stop? Stop it. Just letting y'all know that, hey, we going into season two. So y'all will know that, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yes, sir. We'll do something special for the last episode, 45. Got to. All right. Terrell's going to get on here and, and make a confession. I don't have any confessions to make. The only confessions I got is by Usher Raymond. And that ain't, <laughs> that ain't even. <laughs> them not your confessions, <laughs> nigga. We're going to have Terrell get on this joint and sing y'all a, uh, a Absolutely tune. not. Absolutely what the fuck not. is the point of having a talent you never use it? What are you talking about? It's like having a guitar and being great at it, but you never play it. You be at home shredding it, and then and then look, they have an open guitar night. They have opportunity for you to just. This nigga Terrell can sing. Never want to sing ever. Might as well sing on, I'm pop. Just I sing on Instagram. Did y'all see me singing like Mario on Instagram? I'm starting to say fucking and post whatever. Y'all great say. You know I, I really like it though. To say fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. yeah. Let's get it. Like y'all, y'all gonna have to see this side of me. And these uncomfortable truths. Yeah. Uh, crazy how I step in the booth. All right. It's crazy how I'm spitting like I was losing a tooth. Crazy. This nigga going crazy like he losing a screw. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, it's stupid as hell. All right. So, hey, look, but wait. Oh, before my bad. we get away from what we were saying in the beginning, the reason why we started with the contagious and the um and the earth, wind, and fire can't high love is because I'm leaving my. Wait, I'm taking a headphone. I got Terrell on the no headphones. I've live, never y'all. done a podcast without headphones. So if this joint sounds fucked up and peaky and scratches because I wasn't there to regulate. Um, but uh versus was on Sunday. I don't know if anybody's tapped in. There's a lot of people that actually don't tap into versus, but on Easter Sunday, they did Earth Wind and Fire versus the Osley Brothers. 
and it was incredible. It was um, you can still go and find it. I think it's on their Instagram, uh, the full thing. But they, I've never seen a versus number one last that long. They went from 7 p.m. I'm sorry, no, 8 p.m. to 1 a.m. They had they, well, no, not 1 a.m. About 12, 12, 15. That's crazy. They did like four. They got kicked off of Instagram, <laughs> off of Instagram Live. But um, everybody enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, it was fun for the most part to see the parents. I gotta put these back on, bro, because it, it's just throwing off my equilibrium. Now you got the shade, you got the glasses, hat, and and what's the name going on up too upstairs? Much. I'm taking it off. But um, I said you good. It's like having a convo. The best part of it to me was seeing uh, mom dance all night long, Absolutely. telling me y'all don't know, y'all don't know, y'all yeah. don't know. So that 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 shit was great. And yeah, I mean, some of the people that I talked to were saying the same thing. Like, damn, the parents is getting it off. And honestly, that was only right. It was their night. You know what I'm saying? And I love that they have an opportunity to be involved with, like, this. Because Versus started out, like, with, like, regular people. And it seemed like a young person thing. Soon as they incorporated, like, the older. And honestly, it didn't start younger. It just seemed like it because it was starting on Instagram. Right. You, for real, for real, a lot of our parents came to Instagram for Versus. For real, for real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so I think it's dope to do uh, to have something like that. Like we were all able to like have our parents be mad entertained, and that was virtual. That wasn't the BET Awards. Didn't it feel like we was watching like the BET Awards on like that the the part where they give a tribute to like somebody? Yeah. And normally your parents are like, "Yo, y'all don't know this." So yeah, but they had hours of that. Yeah, which was great. It and was you dope. Know what's crazy? It wasn't for the young parents, the thirty-three nah. year old mm-hmm. or 14, 40 year old parents. Like this was some folks that's 48, 49. The young. The young parents knew about it because their parents was playing it when they was like, you they know what I'm saying? They, they, probably they, were, was, uh, yeah. they was a little bit older. They were able to get it. Mm-hmm. But when I tell you my mother was 6, 17 when um, Earth Wind Earth Wind was at their peak or something like that. Yeah, like, can you imagine that? Well, no, she wasn't. Bottom line, they grew up on that music. Like, when they went to parties and shit. Y'all mother 80 years old. <laughs> <laughs> You see the picture? They put a picture of Ron Osley and Ernie uh, Osley. Yeah. Ernie Osley had the guitar, and, and uh, Ron Osley was standing next to him with the mic, and they was like, <laughs> Lil Baby and Gunna playing sold-out dates in 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, wait. It was funny because niggas didn't even know that was Ron at first, bro. That Everybody was, that said crazy. that. Everybody said that they was like, hold on, wait. All right, bet. When Ron coming out? Who is this dude right here? When Ron coming out? Oh, that's him. Shit. <laughs> Honestly, they was drippy. They was real drippy. Yeah, I'm not gonna dress like that as an old nigga though. I don't want to look like you know an how old. much that. Do you know how much that jacket he had cost? I mean, yeah, but I just don't want to look like a flamboyant ass old nigga because I feel like you know what I'm saying. This is not the shit on them. I'm sorry. We are gonna show them love. That was dope. I'm just saying. For me, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to. I feel like when for some reason older niggas like wearing fur and like cowboy boots and like long gray salt and pepper beards with shades. Like I'm not gonna be that old. You're nigga. literally talking about some niggas that ran disco, like '70s niggas. I'm not gonna be that old nigga. I'm gonna be a swaggy ass older nigga. You gotta be like, it. damn, that nigga's 60, but like look at him, have, swaggy. Have you ever watched the Soul Train? Niggas saying swag. I get it more. Have you ever watched the Soul Train, like awards or like anything from Soul Train? Yeah. The way do the, like the platform shoes, <laughs> nigga. That's what they did. They never lost that. Oh, so you saying they keeping their roots? They keeping everything going? Yeah. I still wouldn't do that. I just felt like you, know, you see a bunch of old ass niggas like that. Wait till you get old. Niggas gonna be like, look at this, look at this nigga how he dressed. I'm not gonna be that old nigga that got the Adidas. Look, the nigga came into the. <laughs> 
I'm in the fucking giant of it. This nigga got on the the Adidas jacket, Adidas shirt, Adidas pants, Adidas trainer. He got the Adidas shoes. I respect shoes. it. The, nah, but he got the Adidas you get clearly from like dicks. Like you got to search for your size box below. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. You got all of the select, all the inventory is right in front of you. Nigga got the shoe department. Joint. I'm like this old nigga think he killing it with all of this, but you know what? I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna be an unswag. I'm not gonna be an unswagged out old nigga. Like you, I can get him think, like my dad doesn't think? have that much swag. Like I can, we can, I can admit it. Like my dad, like what is his thing? Dad's oh, he's sixty. He's from the, he's, he's from that era of like, yeah. Terrence, you do don't one. get it, but you're gonna get to an age. Fuck that. When you are just dressing old. No way, bro. And if you try to dress young, you are gonna look stupid. These old niggas that be trying to dress like the young niggas look stupid, bro. It's like dress your age. I'm gonna give a shout out to my man, my man Tory. He's not old. He's older than forty though. And guess what? It's cleaner than me. But if you, that's fine though. He's, he's cleaner he's than me, and you would never 40. look at him and be like he was forty. There's a less than fifteen year difference from y'all. Tori's somebody I look up to because he's older, but he he like he don't dress young. He dress older, fresh. Wait till Tori turns sixty, and he's gonna dress a sixty fresh. But the young these young niggas out here that's wearing the Balenciagas that you still already talking about that you ain't gonna wear, they're not gonna consider you fresh. Trust me, bro. Oh, you saying I'm gonna think that I'm fresh? You gonna think you fresh? And when like, this old nigga can't dress, <laughs> you gonna be like, please, what you niggas wearing? <laughs> we did that. <laughs> At that point, we have wore every era. At this point, we gonna have to create eras because what are y'all gonna be wearing? Oh, you wearing retro shit from the '90s? Yeah, we did that in 2020. Oh, you wearing uh, what like '80s throwback shit? Oh yeah, okay. Uh, what what big ass shirts? That was 2000s. What, you wanted to that go 80s retro? You know what I'm saying? We did this in the 2010s. Polos and white boy shit. Like, what era could they go back to that we haven't been to? We created this shit. We can create the next we one. We did not create this shit. A lot I'm of the fashion of now was because a lot of the, the old niggas, the niggas that's in their 30s will be like, nigga, we did it first. It's, it's like this, though. We've played every level of this game to the point where we beat the game. We're not going to go start dressing like slave masters next, are we? I hope y'all don't do that. Because where else could we go? I hope no y'all don't get y'all intro from earlier years. And look, girls start walking around with the big-ass 16th century dresses looking like Aunt Jemima. You want to dance? You got to move all that shit out the way. No bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, come on, bro. Come on, real. Uh, you got something? Because uh, I was going to head into the, the DZ. I told these girls, keep it easy. T-Pain, but these girls ain't believe me. He had a song called Believe It. Fail, bitch ass nigga. <laughs> but, I um, said cheesy before. What did I want to talk about? I had something that I wanted to say. Was did you? Terrence didn't watch, and I'm just going to get this out of the way because I need to see it. If you watch uh, King Kong versus Godzilla, that shit was crazy. I didn't see it because it I didn't want to see it. I actually wanted to see it. It was the wildest plot I've ever seen. It, it, I understand how people loved it, yeah. but I also understand how people fucking hate it. They literally had this nigga King Kong in like a space. This nigga was in gravity. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I had- We're taking Kong to Middle Earth. They like mined into the earth and found like this, this gravity plane that, that has mountains and shit for him to run. And he can stay in there and live like- But he can drill to the ground and be in New York. It was weird as shit, bro. What? Then they had this metal, metalzilla. Nah, that, I saw, I saw that when he was watching it. That looked. He dope was whooping Godzilla's ass. <laughs> King Kong had to come and help. <laughs> Hold on, wait. They ended up going against the metal Godzilla. Yeah. Sorry, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, but fuck it at this so point. So basically, Godzilla versus King Kong. Hold up. 
It's not a war amongst beasts. Now the beasts have to come together and work as a team yeah. to fight the actual humans. Yes. My God. Why couldn't we just get monster v. monster? Like, the bad thing about it to me was there wasn't enough. Oh, so, like, they literally said, I'm not going to go against you. We're going to be on teams to go up against They went up against each other at first. But then they, they realized that there was a stronger beast amongst And then, oh, <laughs> j just to make matters even more interesting, Kong can only talk to this little girl that does sign language. Nobody else. So the whole movie, she just conveniently there like, ha, <laughs> 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 ha, <laughs> Damn. So she told Kong, Godzilla's not the enemy. You need to fight that nigga. And so... <laughs> this nigga Kong look, gets up. Kong looking like, hold up. I thought I was helping y'all niggas fight this nigga. Now I'm fighting y'all niggas. He I'm out. Up. Bro, they put this nigga on a ship and then try to take him overseas somewhere. Godzilla was like, fuck that. <laughs> hey, Godzilla, we need you fight. Hey, no, look. Hey, King Kong, we need you fight Godzilla. He fucking us up. All right, I got y'all. Fuck, I ain't even supposed to be here. I got y'all. Hey, King Kong, fuck that. You need to be working with Godzilla. We fucking ourselves up now. We done built a whole new Godzilla. Oh, they were like supposed to be here. Look, they had this nigga tied down, right? They had the, the Godzilla tied down at one point. Like Godzilla? Shit. shit, my bad. They had King Kong tied down yeah. in these big ass shackles, and then Godzilla came, started fucking stuff up. They were like, "Fucking release him!" <laughs> 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 Fuck it, he ain't gonna like what he sees. They were like, "Either gonna kill him or kill us, release him, <laughs> nigga." It just goes to show that like humans be doing shit. It's like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Y'all are, like, not supposed to be fucking with this shit. It's I, like the first one where Jack Black was over there trying to shoot the film. Okay, yeah, like, we staying. Oh, you out there getting niggas killed and that eaten was, by spiders and shit. That was my favorite King Kong, by the way. I love that yeah, one. Yeah, I love that one, too. But the bugs, the ass. You know what I loved about it? That they taken away from these real movies? Just the realism of it. Like, it was believable. They got on the ship. They went there. It was this, this big-ass monkey there. It wasn't unbelievable. Like... Yeah. Kong never won a fight in that movie that we didn't feel like he deserved to win. Like, I felt like when they knocked him out with the chloroform, it was like, all right, bet. This is it's still a monkey. Like, when they got him to New York and when he got out of New York and was running around the city, I thought that was well done. This Kong Skull Island fantasy bullshit where they focuses, they focusing on these reptiles. I was like, what the fuck is this? Where's New York? I mean, yeah. But I heard That's that there was, like, seven different stories of King Kong. Yeah. Though. All right. Yeah. But the bad uh, – I'm not going to harp on it too long. A lot of people were drawing parallels to Freddy versus Jason and how well they were able to – even though Freddy and Jason didn't fight that long, it wasn't a whole movie of them fighting. Yeah. When it was on Freddy, you got Freddy's world. Yeah. And when it was on Jason, it felt like a Jason flick. Like, you got to see them in their elements, and then their elements came together. Yeah. This shit was random as hell in a random-ass city. It's, it's not really fair to compare to a movie like Jason, uh, Freddy vs. Jason, though, because Jason and Freddy both have their own type of movie. So you could literally be watching one type of movie where they set up one— Because think about it. Most scary movies are just a bunch of thriller scenes set up. So if I'm doing a joint movie, I, my first thriller scene is the Jason where he kills somebody. Then in the next scene, I could go to a girl that's having a dream. So I could literally completely go to a different world. They bring Godzilla and King Kong into the same world, and then it's just kind of like, eh. They just, yeah. It, it doesn't make sense why they fought. That that's the thing. It's just randomly fucking, let's make these motherfuckers yeah. fight. That movie should be called Big Motherfuckers Together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But 
I don't want to do that because Terrence hasn't seen it, and this is one of those movies that Terrence probably won't watch. This nigga Terrence, do you know how much stuff he haven't seen? Terrell, like literally, it's crazy. that is so annoying. Can you please stop speaking for me, bro? Like. I wanted to see that movie, and you was pressed as shit to watch it. When are you going to watch? When everybody's seen and spoiled it? Nah, not really, but it. it's just like, that movie just came out. Like, every movie you don't want to watch in, like, within a, the first couple days. Are you telling niggas, he's not going to watch it? Shut the fuck up, nigga. I am going to watch You're, it. Yeah, I bet he, I bet he, look, I bet he won't. Or I would have watched it. But we just fucking talked about the whole thing, and you spoiled it. And you should still watch it. This nigga went and watched Rampage with The Rock and the big white oh monkey that, God, that, that grew and made the city big. You can watch this shit, nigga. Put this shit on in the and background. And that shit was actually good. You telling me why? You telling me I'm not going to watch it, and you telling me this Godzilla joint ain't even bad. I don't even know if your, your ass even was paying attention. Shit could have been good. The Godzilla with Brian Cranston was all right when he was in it. That was the first 20 minutes. What year was that, y'all? 15? You talking about the, with the one with the mutos? And 14. <laughs> that shit was terrible. Come on, bro. Let's get to something on the docket, man. Like, hey, look, we ain't got that much shit on here. I don't know why you're Let's get to it, it, though. Go ahead. Pick, pick something. The very first look, thing here, Terrence, on our docket. Here Terrence goes again. Terrell, but this is my thing. <laughs> it's like we built a docket for a reason because we want to talk about stuff, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. We sitting up here rambling off about King Kong. Should have been on the docket. But the first thing we do have on the You should have waited for me to watch that joint. I wanted to watch that joint. I, I tried think, to I wait. That's probably good. Bro, trust me. I'm, say, I'm, I'm saving you. I'm not going to say nothing. I'm going to just chill. I'm going to just let it have dead space. Y'all ain't going to get on my fucking nerves. <laughs> Here's Terrence again. But, um, nah, fuck it. Let's, let's fly through this docket, man. Um, I'm going to let Terrell. I'm going to let you do it because I'm not doing it. That's fine. Um. The first thing that I put on the docket was it's crazy because it came on the heels of our last podcast, where or the, the podcast before last, where we we talked about that YG track called "Meet the Flockers." I don't even remember what we were talking about. I think we were talking about. I don't even remember what we were talking about. We were talking about something with Asians, though, and we were talking about that YG track. And um, recently, um, YouTube took that song off of. Uh, YouTube because it has lyrics that they considered uh, it had lyrics that were like degrading the Asians or something like that. Really? Because it had it was music about they oh. said it make makes mentions of robbing Asians and then I think also and let me just double check but I think they also took it off of Apple Music as well. YG and and I'll tell you like I think it's I don't know if it's on here. No, it's still on there. It's still on Apple Music. You want to play it? We don't got to play it. Nah, we don't have to play it. I, I, we already said what the line is. Uh, first, find a house and scope it out. Find a, a, uh, find a Chinese neighborhood because they don't believe in bank accounts. That's what he said. That's what he said. Um, but real funny how it's actually not funny. But that drink came off. That drink comes off of YouTube. And to me, like a lot of people was mentioning us. Yeah. Because they was like, damn, y'all just talked about this shit. Whatever podcast ago. But the reason why it's news to me is like, okay, it, it has one line about, you know, robbing a, an Asian neighborhood, right? Yeah. It's kind of like stereotypical. It's, but YG has plenty of shit. This nigga YG has a song called, what is it? What's the song he got with, with the, the Hispanic thing that everybody hated? 
this nigga was talking about. With the Hispanic about. theme. Remember he had on like a sombrero in the video and everything? Oh, and it was like, yeah. this shit is trash. YG definitely got some song. I don't know it. I don't know the name of that song. I don't remember that song. But Meet the Flockers is a fucking great, fucking great track. I'm not going to sit here and fucking make it seem like what YG said wasn't fucked up. Yeah. But. My bad. This nigga Terrence is playing iMessage games faithfully in 2021. Have y'all niggas and not? And got his phone on the Bluetooth and is, all right, before I lose my point. Um, y'all haven't played the cup pong just, joint? This nigga doesn't really like me. <laughs> no, I'm listening to you. But look, this is what I'll say. Uh, there are so many things on YouTube that should come off. Um, the original Ice Cream Truck song that's about, you know, that has a, a bunch of, you know, hard art N-words in there. Oh, uh, wow. Run Nigga Run is still on, on YouTube. Justin Bieber. Is Justin, that, no, Justin Bieber made a fucked up joke. One Less Lonely Nigger, is that still on? Uh, you can still find you can still find the video of him singing that on there. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of shit on there. Wow, Justin Bieber, that's another conversation. Bro, I will never forget that. I don't know about y'all, but I will never forget that. Justin Bieber <laughs> makes great-ass music, but one thing I will never forget is the fact that he said that shit. Yeah, because crazy. it just it just goes to show Justin Bieber's pl- a platinum example of how like white folks will just hey look it's not lying to kick it but it's just kind of like hey I could I could Dougie I could Dougie with you it's like I, <laughs> that's the vibe that I get from Justin Bieber like oh watch me Dougie watch me jerk when you guys are jerking it's like oh since you could do it oh you you kind of you can get the tattoos and yeah. But just never and be cool, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Make no mistake about I it. I will never forget about yeah. one less lonely nigger. Y'all go look that shit up. Crazy JB. Yeah. That's whatever. I mean, I know he's past that. I'm not gonna be an ignorant nigga. He's past it, y'all. How but are you? How are you being ignorant? I'm not gonna be holding him accountable. I'm not gonna hold that over his head the rest of his fucking life. I get he was young and influenced by, you know what I'm saying, his elders. But shit like that, nah. You never. You can't delete that. Yeah, and and just in reference to YouTube, I was about to be so like, damn, why did they take it off? And you see a lot of people that are like, this is bullshit. But it's like, y'all, y'all got to remember who is in charge of YouTube. Ain't no, ain't no brothers up there. Asians don't even run YouTube. And we're wondering why all of these other stuff ain't coming off. This ain't coming off. This was up there. We rap about killing each other. It's like, come on, y'all. Just save yourself the irritation. Yeah. And when understand who runs YouTube, like, of course. Wow. Yeah, like, it's like, we're seeing things happen. Honestly, bro, we're seeing things happen just because of what's going on. Mm-hmm. As soon as somebody say, oh, them cookies, them cookies, hold on, wait, cookies and cream, but y'all know where the cream part come from? That mean, but back in the day when we used to have the, they would come out and just be like cookies and icing. You know what I mean? They come out and change it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. These days they don't flinch. They just come out and say, "All right, bet y'all not liking this? We're gonna take that off, but keep following us." You know, like yeah, like it's all about the Aunt Jemima to me. How did you feel about that? The, the changing the Aunt Jemima to I like how fast they changed it. It doesn't need yeah. to be up for debate. It doesn't need to go to trial. Let's change it if we want to keep our customers. Because what people are learning nowadays, as soon as people learn that your brand is like, bro, people will abandon that shit. And they will not buy your shit. And then you think that shit won't hit your pockets? It will. And yeah. 
I just feel like I like it because I feel like there's certain things in the world that if it was if it has a fucked up origin and it could be easily changed, it should. Yeah, I agree with you there. I just think sometimes we get tied into the visual of shit and we still be getting fucked. You know what I'm saying? In the, in the background. Yeah. Well, put it like this. Are we going to own Aunt Jemima? Are we getting any residual every time we buy a bottle? No, but we're not getting disrespected anymore. I mean, I guess you could look at it that way. Like, the companies that just be like, fuck them, like, oh, we're not going to change. It's like, those are the companies that I felt like is fucked up. But, um, I feel like, I don't know. Hey, hey you know, I feel yeah, like. what it is. Well, as far as what happens, I feel like because we're in a new era where they feel like, you know what, why not change it? I think we're gonna have we're gonna see more things like this. Yeah, I would love to do a flashback on that fucking album, YG's My Crazy Life. That's my one. That is his. He has never taught. That is the incredible album that he did. Yeah, and then honestly, after Terrell saying that, I just want to say like, uh, we definitely stand firmly behind the Stop Asian Hate movement. I feel like we've been talking about a lot of stuff that's kind of like opposite, you know. <laughs> Because we've been put in that position where they've compared movements, but just everything aside, I think what's happening to them in this country is just complete bullshit, and it definitely needs to get taken uh, care of. And I feel like you see things happening to certain people, and then nobody does anything. I always told myself, like, if I see some Asian, if I see some white boy beating up some Asian lady, like, I know my rights. Like, I'm not going to go and put myself in jail, you know? I'm not going to go and start beating his ass, but what I am going to do is I'm not only going to record your ass, but I'm going to follow your ass. Like, I'm going to figure out exactly where you go. Like, we're going to figure out exactly who you are. Like, I'm not going to, I'm going to sit there and let you beat the shit out of her. Like, if you're doing that, I'm going to stop you. But like, it's like niggas will be, if you watch some of the videos, it's like they come in, attack, and then just be walking around like, yeah, I'm hot shit. Like, but that's instinctual. Who going to do something to me? You know, it's instinctual for you to feel that way. Like, <laughs> I would do this. You know what I'm saying? If some white dude is, or some black dude is beating some Asian man's ass, you gonna do anything about that? Fuck yeah, man. Do what? What can you do? Son, I'm not letting him, I'm not letting somebody beat somebody to a pulp. I'm okay, gonna, so. I'm the nigga, I'm not, I'm not the nigga that's like, okay, okay, okay. I'm the nigga that's gonna be like, all right, bro, all right, like. So you gonna go get in it? We gonna, we gonna break your ass off, yeah, nigga. We not letting you beat somebody to a pulp. Because if I'm getting beat, I want another nigga that's going to stand up. If you want to beat me to a pulp, good luck. Because nigga, I'm in the gym. Try me. I'm not this Asian nigga. I'm not him. I'm not him. Now you're so you going to make me take it then. So what if he kill you, nigga? Kill me. Kill me. But guess what? Do you know how? I'm going out. I'm going out. I'm not, not going to go out like a suck-ass nigga. This nigga's about to kill him. Like, if I'm there, you mean to tell hey, me? Too loud. It's not. For this mic. It's really not. You're just mad because I'm I yelling in passion. Podcast. This is what Terrell do when no, I have when I, I show passion, he gets scared. When I show passion, he gets scared. It's but nothing wrong. It's you, nothing you, wrong. I can yell in this mic, Terrell. I can yell. Bro, I, I can. I edit. I edit. Holla at me. You I edit. edit the audio that people hear. Terrell. Terrell. So get it. Guess what? If I want to yell, I should be able to fucking yell. But I'm just edit you. it down. <laughs> you can't change yes, it. Yes, you can. It's fine. I should be able to fucking scream. Let's not get away from the from what you're saying. Because now you're hijacking my point. Because what was I saying, no, no, you, no, I, What go was back, I just telling you? You were saying that you would be, oh, I'm, I ain't going out like a sucker nigga. I'm like, you about, to, you about to jump in this shit. I'm and, saying and, if and, that nigga turns to me and wants to fight me, 
Like, this is what happened in this event. Like, I want to put that type of pressure on myself to live that type of life. I would honestly feel guilty if I stood there and watched that man just beat this man to a pulp. And if, he, if something serious happened to him and I didn't do nothing, nothing. Am I a man or am I a boy? I'm standing there with my hands, be, my tail tucked between my legs. Like the females in here. Nah. What is he talking about? Bro, I'm not about to stand there and let him beat the shit up you out of a person. You put your life, your life in harm's way to protect somebody else. Terrell, like I told you, I'm not going to go. You don't know what the fuck happened between him and that other guy. We not going to let you beat his ass like that. Parents. The, Terrell, your mother I'm not going to run in and karate kick the nigga and then come to his defense. I'm going to come in and be like, yo, like, I'm coming Parents. to step you off of this shit. We're going to stop you. And if you come and smacking it, if you come yakking so it at me. So what if he takes out a gun, shoot the Asian man, and then shoot you? Terrell, then that will be a crazy-ass event, and that's, that shit's going to be in the books. But they're going to say that nigga was trying to step up and stop it. They're not going to say that that nigga was standing there like a bitch-ass nigga and got shot anyway because the nigga going to pull out and shoot. This He's going to pull out and shoot the Asian and the bystanders. The Terrell. Damn, I was just in there trying to get my... Terrence, I you wouldn't know? get shot. I would get the fuck out of there. And let me tell you something. And we're not trying to be sensitive. Sorry, no. agents. We're not, we're not being insensitive. So sorry about Because we, we talking about shooting. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, I mean, no, I get it. Go ahead, but bro. this is what I'll say. And, and allow me to speak. Um, I just understand how I feel about the shit. And y'all can tell me if this is fucked up. Right? Because I get the whole, I get the movement, right? You kind of just talking about hypothetically situations. Nah, let me just though. tell you. This is gonna this is gonna be some shake the table shit. This is gonna be some shit that could quote unquote get me canceled. I don't give a fuck. Would that Asian man help you? It's what you live, it's about what you're living for. Hey, though. let's really talk. It's about what you're what, living Terrence, on though. Would he help you? It's what I'm, I'm not saying anything, Terrence. And let me just tell you, cause you spoke let me just say this. We ain't new to this shit, bro. That is the concept behind they everybody has a uh, everybody got a real sharp eye on how black people feel about this. Have you noticed that? Everybody want to know how we, we feel. feel about it. But this the thing y'all don't get that people need to understand that you have said on this podcast brilliantly the last time. You're right. We've been in this struggle. We've watched as yeah. motherfuckers stood we not, on the sideline, Terrence. We're not just saying stood it. on the side of white supremacy when it benefited them and they wouldn't have one going through it. And then, look, you use our blueprint, right? The civil rights movement. Signs, marching, all of that shit is Protesting. our movement. And look, already got legislation. Already got the president putting shit in place for y'all. We've been going through this shit, though. Never and, got you, nothing. But you will put your black life on the Terrell, line. Now, that's fucked up a situation Parents, you put me in and, and then switch it and turn it into some race shit. That is the and reason why I wouldn't like, do it. This is my thing, though. And, but that's not the you only thing. You said a black dude beating an Asian dude. And But Terrence... I, I, that situation. Like, in that situation, I'm not letting anybody get beat and killed, bro. I I'm, I'm not letting business. anybody get beat and killed. Oh, let me ask you this. So you saying because of everything that's going on, you're going to let that man get beat and killed? It's not just because of that. It is, I use that as an example because of the backstory behind you started with the stop Asian hate thing, which is okay. But I just wanted to give you that backstory since you so about to kill yourself. But the second thing, and actually the most important. I mean, but my thing is this. The most we should have had an isolated. You should have waited, because you, you essentially. I'm. I'm starting. You're right. Like I'm starting with the stop Asian hate thing, and you turning it into a again. And I was just trying to get away from us doing that because what you're saying, you're right. Like you are right. 
And it's the thing. I feel like they understand that in a way. That's why I want to just take a time to just kind of point out that we do still stand with their movement, even because we've already made it clear at we've this, this point. You've already, already made it clear, that. like, because you're saying that for what? Sympathy? Not sympathy, but I don't want like we've done this the last two ep- two episodes, and I was just trying to get on here and just really shed light on the fact that they're still going through this, regardless of the comparisons. They're still going through something. And I just wanted to show some shed some love on that. Uh, you're you're not wrong though, but like. No, I get what you're saying. We're going right back down the, why should we help them, tr- them, them thing? Because this is the thing. Terrell's talk, talking hypothetically. We were one, we would 100%. You, I know you, you would sit there and let no Terrence, black dude no. fucking beat the shit out of no it Asian has, dude. It, but this is the thing, and I was going to say this. It has nothing to do with that. This is the question that I have for you in regards to what you just said. I think it brings up like a great conversation real quick. What do you think about minding your business? And why is it made a crime? Like, think about it. You have a family and people that love you, that need you here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If some shit happened to you, bro, like, there will be so many people impacted by your loss. But if you don't intervene in certain situations, like, let's say some, some nigga comes in and, and fucking, you know, jack this girl up, right? And you see these videos... And I want y'all to take the emotion out because niggas get emotional. But just, you can tell me what you think. But you know how they be like, look at all the men standing around or look at them fleeing. Why isn't anybody doing anything? When I see stuff like that, I be thinking somebody could have definitely intervened. And shout out to the person that does. But I'm not about to fucking shame the person that doesn't intervene because they probably don't want to. Think about it. What if you got a one-year-old son at home? This nigga kills me or, or... or knocks me out, paralyzes me from the waist down, whatever. Now, you know what I'm saying? What do you think about that, though? Because you look like you disagree. So I just feel think? like it's obviously situational. If some niggas but are that's in... That's the reason why I told you that you shouldn't jump in that, that fight. If I feel like in, in if, it's a, if it's a nigga that's beating the shit out of an Asian dude, I just feel like you know how we are. I don't know why. You're, you're right. I don't know why, but, bro, we bigger. We, we it, life is bigger than what you're doing right now. You need to, you need to stop this shit. I'm not coming at this nigga like, nigga, if you lay another hand on him, I'm a fucking, I'm a, you know? We're just going to make that stop. And my thing is, like, interferences should happen, and they're situational. But, like, if it's some, I right, put it like this. If it's some niggas that's robbing, like, a, a grocery store or some shit, and I'm in it, I'm not intervening. These niggas have guns, and they're not robbing anyone that I know. I'm not intervening. Y'all niggas, hey, I will hold the door open. They got this. I know I used to work at a Safeway. I know exactly where they keep the safe. I worked there for a week, and I know. They keep it right over here, fellas. I'm not going to die with them for that. But when it comes to, like, a man smacking a woman around and yelling at a woman, getting in a woman grill or some shit, and she looking nervous, it's like, yo, you good? Because, hey, look, man to man, you looking at her that way, Mm -hmm. look at us this way. Look at me. Like, if it's at that level where I feel like I'm stepping in to save a life, I'm feeling like if if he take me out this world, then God got something for me when I get up there. You feel me? Like, I'm going out that way. I would love to die that way. I'm dying a- because, I, like, I'm the one, I would, you know, the, 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 the one who dies after pushing somebody from in front of the car. Like, I would love to die that way instead of being, like you said, like a coward. Like, you're... But not, see, you looked at as a coward by who? 
Twitter niggas on Twitter. I'm sorry. I'm not going to be looked at as a, a coward. And this is a, You're right. Not a this coward, a, but this like. Is a, this is an interesting topic because a lot of people are going to feel like this nigga Terrell, you would let a woman get her ass beat. Now, nah, I'm not saying that. But I'm not about to go and put myself in harm's way because of like if, this. And I don't I don't shame the niggas that don't. We not let they also have shit that they're responsible for. That's crazy. We're put it like this. I'm not gonna get in a nigga business if he yelling at his girl. You know? But like I said, it's it's very situational. Black people, we know how to mind our business. Terrell, you know how our minds minds. Yeah. But for the context of what we was talking about, for the serious shit that's going on. You know what I'm saying? Oh, nah. Like, we not taking none of this shit lightly. And I felt like people, like, need to step up. People need to step up and at least speak. You got people who don't even say shit. Like, I would at least step up and let that nigga know, hey, this is this is terrible. Like, you need to fucking stop this shit. Like, all right, for real, for real, like, you wildin'. You know, you know, on some smack shit. You wildin' right now. Like, get in the nigga grill. Like, you don't have to go and fight a nigga. Like, you don't got to get in his grill either. Like, I mean, but my thing is, like, look at what we got. We got Derek Chauvin in, in trial right now, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, if it weren't for those other people stepping up the way they did and intervening to, in the way they did, they brought so much light to that situation. Mm-hmm. They bring so they brought so much light to the actual murder of it because they were stepping up. The, uh, the girl who was a, um, I think she works on an ambulance. She was like, I'm an EMT. I'm an EMT. Or, oh, she was a firefighter. I'm sorry. I'm a firefighter. Like, I know exactly what's going on. Like, yo, you're fucking up. Like, this is fucked up. And the black dude who was like, yo, he's not even breathing. Like, those are people who could have just stood back and said nothing. Like, but Terrence, the the other cases right. that we have. And I felt like. Now, there's now this is the thing. It's, it's interesting that you bring up that point, specifically about George Floyd, because there were a lot of people that said, I don't know why y'all just stood back and watched this shit happen. But what? But then, you know what people said after but that? But those people are ignorant, but, bro. But that's what I'm talking about. Because those, those people, people are ignorant. I can't go those and touch people a cop. didn't go and say you wildin' and put themselves in harm's way because they felt like they would probably get harmed Honestly, too. Bro, yeah, but like... They did their part in recording, but this that's is, what I meant. Like That's situational. That is a police officer on top of a man I do not know, and I know how cops get down with us. So look... But see, you could say that. My thing is... You say that, most but of, then you say... The Asian dude and the black dude, or because this or is a random ass person two people murdering that you somebody. Don't know. This is a random ass person murdering somebody. If I get in- involved with this, I'm getting involved with the law, and now I could go to jail. And this nigga could have just robbed a bank. I don't know where he came from, like, but I know what I'm seeing is wrong, so I'm speaking up on it. That's crazy. You'll say that, nigga. It's a cop. I could go to jail for life. The chances of this black nigga getting up and was- Terrell, shut up. The chances of this motherfucker getting up and shooting me. It's fucking lower than the I'm chances of me getting that. shot by the cop. I'm talking about... You cannot live your life like a bitch. Oh, what if that nigga get up and shoot me? You can save somebody's fucking life. So I swear to God, you bro. Said, but that Terrence, shit is killing me. No. Oh, wait, bro. Let me say this. Because you just said... You just said all of that about how you would stop the Asian man from being killed. Terrell, I'm talking about a random ass fucking person being murdered. Not a black person who's under arrest. Of course, I'm not saying it's right. I wouldn't want to stop it, but this is a fucking cop. It's the reason why they didn't do anything. But if this is a, I'm in a random ass place, this random motherfucker's beating his ass, I'm stepping in and stepping up. Hey, what's going on? Hey, hey, this is not necessary. Hey, this is not necessary. I'm not doing that with a fucking cop so he can shoot me and then get off for it. So you don't think the other guy would beat your ass? 
Terrell, if he beat my ass, I could get the same level. Of if he could shoot you, Terrell, I'm not thinking about the danger. That's what you worried about. I'm not thinking about how I could die. I'm thinking about right and wrong, and I'm thinking smart. I'm not gonna go and press that nigga. Like I said, I'm just gonna step up and be like, yo, this is not even worth it. I'm not gonna do that to a fed because we've seen what happened. Another fed. Look, the Chinese dude that was with Derek Chauvin, he'd have been right there. Back up, back up, back up. Like, I'm not gonna do that. But I feel like the fact that they stepped up and was like, this is wrong. They, What's happening right now told is did. wrong. They were still the fact told that we had that on video. The fact that we had it on video is more than what people think. That is enough. And they were still told that they didn't do enough. Terrell. That is all I'm saying. All right. This thing but, is but they were told they didn't do enough by ignorant motherfuckers who think that you can just run up on the cops and what? Start a civil war? Are they supposed to? What happens when the cop gets up and does this? This is what I'm telling you about. My bad, dog. I just thought that was bullshit. Wow. <laughs> and and this, but this is the thing that I'm telling you about. If you intervene in some random fight that's happening because somebody's losing the fight, you want to intervene. They see you and think, look, I can't beat this nigga. I got to shoot him. That's what I'm saying. And if your stupid ass going to be on the way, you're going to be on the whole express to have The it. chances of that, because why are you not using that against, if, you know what I'm saying? If you got a gun and you want to use it on somebody, you're probably going to be using nigga. it on. Obviously, but if you come and you think yeah, I'm in the gym, I'm doing Fuck that. This. I'm not saying that I'm getting ready to. I'm 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 not gonna act like I'm gonna go over there and bust a nigga up. If I get big in the gym, I'm fucking him up. Y'all better not let me get to a specific size. But the size I'm at right now, I would go up to him and be like, "This is unnecessary." Yo, what's what's popping? Yo, what, what happened? Like, bro, what 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 happened? Like, hey, fam, what happened? Like, hey, we we good? Like. If you get I, to that size, if you're going to be more threatening. Nigga, if this nigga come at me and like, back the fuck up, nigga, back the fuck up, I'm not going to be like, all right, unless he do some shit that, that, that take it there. But if, but if he be like, nah, fuck that, like, this person did this or whatever, like, we're going to get to the bottom of that. What I'm, all I'm simply telling you is I'm not going to stand there like, damn, why he beating him? Like, I'm not going to stand back. It's going to be like, whoa, like, oh, hold up. You think if you was in the same if gas the station store, as and somebody getting their ass whooped, ah, right, mean, a man and a man are fighting. That's right? different. That's different. Like even he, if it's man and man though, if he you beat, just said if he stomping that nigga, it's like whoa, you gotta be the nigga that's like all right, he's gonna stop. No, bro. I understand. His that. rage you is not with that. you. His rage is not with you. It's obviously killing this man. He's not going to go on a murdering spree. It's rare that a nigga going to go on a murdering spree. I just beat his ass. Are you stopping it? Oh, I'm murdering you. Nigga, you're clearly deranged, and you were going to murder anybody and everybody anyway. But somebody has to. I feel like you should be, in, you should be telling people. More and more people should know to, like, step up and at least say. Because your voice, as we see with this Derek Chauvin case, it goes a long way. Like, if those people weren't saying that it was wrong when he was doing that, it might not have looked as wrong when that body cam footage came out. That, those words of them saying this is wrong, that white lady who's a firefighter, that gets a lot of people from the other side, you know who I'm talking about, For sure. to really see exactly what's going on. For sure. And they I got do, a lot of them to say, this is you bullshit. There. You know what I mean? Like, I agree with you there. I'm just more so talking about, because we're talking about intervening. And stopping yeah. it, and, and that is the that yeah. is the that is where the the line is drawn in the sand. Like, okay, they were told that they didn't do enough.
because they didn't remember I was telling you like they say what are, look at everybody standing around watching for why are we watching yeah. it's like what are the fuck are they supposed to do put themselves in harm's way it's the same thing when it comes to a cop with somebody and somebody that is dangerous doing anything to somebody else it's still all about putting yourself in harm's way you're right and like I said very situational like yes for it sure. is literally chess as soon as it happens like and it happens like that. Like I remember when I worked at re- when when I worked, you know, you know what I'm saying. At the last store that I worked at, mm-hmm. and something them niggas came in and stole all the MacBooks and all of that shit. It was like, I'm for a very split second, I was like, rush one of these niggas, like stop one of these niggas, and it was like, mm, not my MacBook, not my company, not my dollar. I'm walking in this, I'm walking in this bitch with the same amount of money I got walking out. I'm not stopping these niggas and losing my shit. That's how I feel. But like. I think why you didn't you, uh-uh, Terrence, why didn't you stop in and say, hey, 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 guys, hey, 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 guys, like leave them. Lesson learned, y'all. It is man. very situational. Fellas, think with your mind, not with your... You literally just didn't think with your mind. Terrell, I am the only one literally thinking with my mind. You're just being a difficult Derek. You're being a difficult Daryl right now. And you look like your name is Daryl, you brolic ass nigga. Who you look like, boy? You, you look, look like, like a, a thick Trevor. ass nigga named Daryl. You look like a Trevor, boy. You look like a. Uh, uh, your name is basically Daryl with a T, boy. It's not. My name is Terrell. Your name is Terrence, boy. Your this name nigga should look be like a Daryl. Bitch ass nigga. You, you look, look like, like your a, name is D. A D. You look like a Travis, boy. <laughs> cool ass niggas named Travis. Travis Scott. You can't even name a cool Daryl. Uh, Daryl Green. Y'all best cornerback you ever this had. This nigga knew he he knew he was going he knew he was going to get me if he named somebody one of my scans. That is a very cool Daryl. It's a lot of great Daryls in the world in the world. How many great Travises other than Travis Scott? And that nigga's Travis Barker. Me. Travis Barker. Travis Barker is cool. He's not. <laughs> Look, all the Travis Barker fans. He's not. He cool, but he fuck. cool. Travis. Uh, all Travis the Travises Scott, are weird as Travis, shit. Travis. Travis. That is kind of like what's your nickname, Travi? Trav. Trav, Av. Nah, it's just Trav. If I if my if my name was Travis, my nickname would be Av. Avenue. They gonna think they, they gonna think your name Avery, boy. <laughs> and you look like an Avery. Who do you look like? This nigga looks like a a weird ass name. Like your parents didn't even give a fuck when they was naming you, boy. Wilfred. <laughs> Niggas calling you Fred and forgetting. The, and look, it's other people calling you Will. We like, look, why are they calling you Will? <laughs> well, my my real name is Wilfred. This nigga's named after a mule. <laughs> this nigga got the same name as a mule. Milfred. <laughs> Why are they calling you Will? <laughs> All right, man, let's get to the rest of the shit on the docket, man. We about an hour in. Um, is friendship dating a thing? Did y'all see that? Yeah. Um, Did y'all? There was basically this thing that was going around on Instagram of this guy that was like with hey, this, this guy that looked like Terrell. That looked nigga just did. like Terrell right. on the... Shit did not look like me. <laughs> Bottom line, look, clean brother, had on a suit, hamburger meat out. Hamburger the meat lady, out. The lady, the, the Joni was with, had the nice shoes with the toes out. I oh, no, like, she okay. had a dress and all of that. Yeah, like, yeah, they it was, was like two date night. They was done up. And it was like going out with just a friend on a date. Yeah, it said let's normalize friendship dates and taking your friends out on a date. So, all right, bet. let's have this conversation. <laughs> I was telling Terrell, like, Honestly, friendship dates are actually a thing. Like, you could take a, a chick that you just cool with to, like, top golf or some shit and y'all just kick it. But it has to be, like, top golf or some shit where we just kick it. Top golf is still a date. It doesn't matter. Like, you can, you can do a friendship date. 
If you're not talking to nobody, y'all getting drinks at Top Golf. Yeah. If look, if you're not talking to nobody, I'm not talking to nobody. Like we both single. Nah, Terrence, that's way I different. Mean, you I, change. You moving the goalposts. Don't move the goalposts. Can I finish? Y'all are both in relationships. Nah, and this is fuck a platonic that. friend. Fuck that. They didn't say that on this post. The girl is in a relationship. It didn't say that on the post. Nigga, she's, she's in a relationship with another nigga. Yes, this nigga was her friend. Well, and I think he honestly, was in a relationship. If you saying you saying think okay, bet so uh, of course you could go out with a friend that you if both of y'all are single. If y'all start so, fucking, then fuck it. Ain't nobody mad. It's situational, then. Oh, I hear this nigga go. His favorite word. Because I didn't know that both of them was in a relationship. I thought that they was just trying to say, we are only friends, but you know how girls friend zone. No. I thought she got friend zoned and he tried to play it off like, yeah, I got friend zone, but look, normalized friendship dates. Like, but nah, nigga, you in the friend zone. That's what I, that's what I was getting from it. Oh, nah, bro. The conversation was more so like, hey. So they both if in a relationship. If another has a friend, can they go on a date with them? Come on, man. If it's just a platonic friend? That's not even a question. But but I think you can, though. I think it all depends on how comfortable y'all are in y'all relationship. It depends or on how well the... What is the friend like? It depends on who the friend is. If she's a girl that she was, you've been friends with for a long time, fellas, you've been friends with this girl for a long time, you've known her longer than your girlfriend, y'all been homies forever for a long time, there's nothing there, y'all just cool... Can you take her on a date? No. You can't. Yeah. If this is like a family friend, somebody who, if, like say this is your best friend you grew up with. You know what I'm saying? It has to be something like that. It just can't be some random chick that you used to like and y'all homies, like trust me, I've been through it. You cannot keep specific chicks as friends, period, sometimes. Mm-hmm. So to be able to take them out on a date, oh, no. Definitely so. not like my man with the hamburger meat. He's clearly plotting. There's no way you take it. Because, look, fellas, I'm going to let y'all know something. You take your friend out on a date, you better have the fucking yacht with the roses and everything set up for your girl. Right. Cause what he the took that girl out on a nice-ass date. What do you got for his girl if that's for his friend? That's the, that's the, that's the position you don't want to be in. Yeah, fuck that. So let's... Re- Shout out to the people, the Niners watching on a, uh, on a uh, Patreon. Y'all Nigga saw me Terrence catch that. Has no composure. Let's just say, you really do get a chance to go out with, uh, your friend on a date, right? Uh huh. Can you imagine, the hell your girl would put you through before, like no Terrence, just this your is girl would put you through so much hell for that. Like, see, if if you gonna get put through hell, then the date shouldn't even be a question, because it should never, it shouldn't happen. Yeah. To me, where people fuck up with this is you don't give your girl the respect of making her comfortable in the situation. And it starts in the beginning. Like, How can a girl say, ever be comfortable with this? Because, Terrence, this is the thing. If you start dating a chick and you have a platonic female friend that is literally like your, your, your homie, look at me. Think about me, bro. Like, and Leah. Me and Leah like this. That's my sis. Yeah. I talk to her all the time. So... If we get some joint come through, you know, when I have a, a, a girl and they see Leah name pop up on my phone, it's my job to, to do them the service of saying, why? hey, this is my friend. Look, niggas will don't even introduce they, they, they girl to this friend, some random chick that she don't trust. And then you expect her to just be like, cool, this nigga Joe Button. You see, remember what Joe Button did with Kaylin Garcia? Oh, yeah, that's why in, in, in that's Tahiri? my bro. 
that's why I'm saying it's situational. Like you can't really sit there and say uh that how to handle something a specific way because you saying how to handle something when that situation is that way. But all I'm saying is you gotta make the girl. Basically, at the end of the day, it really depends on the friend. Oh, let me ask you then, nigga. It depends on the friend. <laughs> end of story. You. It depends on the friend. Let me ask you. If your girl no. has a platonic friend no. that she introduced you to, oh. homie is cool. Bro, if it, if you, Terrell, we're going to end this right here. Not situational. Ten, you about if it's situational, it depends on the friend. If the friend is cool, it's cool. If this is somebody they used to talk to or somebody you don't even really know like that, fine. Fuck it. Terrence, you telling me you would If I go- met the friend, Terrell, come on, bro. You know I wouldn't. I'm not doing this. If I met the friend, you know I would. It's situational. Like uh, you're trying to get me to say because you're trying to get me to say that I would be upset and I'm why wouldn't? Getting ready to act. What I'm what I'm and I'm asking you is even if you knew the friend dude was cool, you would still let him take a a, a Terrell. Like I said, it's situational. It is situational. It depends on how well I know the nigga. I'll tell you this: I'm not fucking with. I'm not fucking with none of it though. You know I'm not fucking with none of it. I just told you so I'm why not. Why you sitting here saying if the dude was cool, you would because say it's Because okay. it's situational. I That's tell you I'm not out. fucking with it. And then you're like, oh, but what if the dude is cool? What if she already told? And it's like, okay, Terrell. So I'm, I'm going to let her go I want you with. to admit that you would still That's say it. no, nigga. You just want you me to would. say no. And honestly, you're That's, not keeping it 100 for your Niners, boy. I'm going to keep it 100. The you're chick that I'm talking to, answers. the chick that I'm talking to would not do that. Period. You're not going to want to go out with that nigga. I'm sorry. Like you said. The chick that fucks with me would not want to go out on a date with her friend. No, Terrence, I'm saying, what if she already has this friend? She don't even like the nigga like It don't that. matter. I don't give a fuck if they was going out on mad dates before that. When she get with me, she's not going on, on no what more lunch dates with you, nigga. What this nigga think he is? LL Cool She's not going on no more lunch dates with you, nigga. You're, who, who do you think you are, boy? So all, yeah, fellas, yeah. Girl, if I come, in, pi- if I come in the picture, fellas, just know you leaving the picture. Fuck. This going on a date with that nigga for why? Am I busy? You going on that on a date with that nigga for her, why? This is her platonic friend, Terrence. Take his They ain't doing nothing. FaceTime. I thought it was fine. FaceTime him. What y'all getting drinks for? And now, if this is somebody she ain't seen in a while. And then why do you feel like that? Why do you feel that way? Because Expound that's, on that's that. That's mine. And I know niggas. That's oh, mine. Oh, so he ain't go the truth. He want me to be He want me to be like, did y'all see this? Situation. I think for the first time, they going to be like, this nigga Terrell was annoying on the podcast. Because he annoying. He's getting on my fucking nerves wow. right now. I, look, I don't yell. This nigga Terrence, when he's not getting his point across, he screams. I don't give a damn. Like look, a I've been watching I Am, I Am <laughs> Athlete podcast, so it's like, <laughs> fucking yell. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> be wrong and yell. <laughs> oh, I just want to get that vulnerability from you. Well, what I'll tell you, yeah, that's mine. Like, Fuck that. You're not about to go. You're not going on no dates with with, with my show. Oh, okay. Now. Okay, cool. So, but if you got a friend, it should be cool for you to go. No, I'm not doing that. I literally just said to start this, Terrell, <laughs> that you can't do that. <laughs> like, he trying to get me hemmed up because niggas will do that. But I should be able to go out with my girlfriend. But if she. Oh, look, hell no. Nah, yeah. I ain't trying to fuck that joke. <laughs> I'm not even trying to hit that joke. But that nigga would fuck. We yeah. always do that. Hey, but that's true, though. Yeah, he would fuck. He would smash. Ladies, your female, your your yeah. your male friends would definitely. Yes, and this is the shit that this is shit that people don't get. If your girl say, "Look, I know women. I know these bitches. I know them." But when yeah. you say you know niggas, they like, "Nah, this situation different." Yeah, like, man, fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. You ever had you ever you ever dated a girl that had a gay friend that you didn't really believe was all the way gay, and you like. This wow, no, that's very situ. That's bro, a bro tight situation. Up and down that road, bro. You be like this, this gay. Look, he a little. 
They let the they let the gay nigga grab their ass and like yeah fuck that. It's like I'm off it. I'm off it. Rodney's gay. You get with me. It's like all right, tell Rodney. If you're gonna fuck with me, you're not doing that shit no more. Cause what if I had a a a a dom female best friend, but she was rubbing my dick all the time. Yeah. Oh look, when we take pics. I'm behind her with my, you know what I'm saying? I'm behind her holding her like that. Yeah. What if you know I was friends That's with my a little, shooter? Yeah. What if I was friends with a Monica Wright McCall? What if I had a, a little basketball. Monica Wright? Yeah. And we was one on one. And look, you pull up and she real sweaty with the ball walking off. Hey. <laughs> I'm going to hit that joint later. What you talking about? <laughs> this, is why, this is the reason why Let's we can't get that. Let's go. Honestly, bro, that is a fucking dream right there. What, Bella, you want to get you a you little. Got a home girl, you, you got a home girl that you can just. Play one on one and they fuck that job? Are you kidding me? <laughs> she would probably reason. be. She would probably be good. This is the reason. <laughs> she would probably be good at two K. You could play her at two K because you know basketball. She would be busting your ass at two K. You don't even got nobody on my team, boy. You can play me online because she got the game. She won the P five. She'll play you in, in basketball one on one and dead ass. She took Quincy to the last point. He had to back her down and dunk on her ass. <laughs> Look, she'll play you for real. Look, if a nigga, if two niggas pull up, it's like. What y'all niggas talk? Boo. Should we beat these niggas? <laughs> Should we beat these niggas? Look, y'all pick and roll, and then look, you smack the ass out there, and that's a real ass smack and grab. Bro, I would love to have a basketball boo. These I niggas would love it. I would love it. You know, women would say, get a man. You sound like you want a man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't, bro. But like, honestly, tell me you don't see these. I'm going to keep it 100. I ain't going to lie. I would, I would fade a little Skylar Diggins. You have a, you have a, at, any, I think we all, had that moment where we all followed that beautiful, y'all probably still do, but that beautiful ballers page that show all the cute ass girls that just play basketball, son. I'm gonna keep it 100, man. I fuck with chicks that play basketball. I'm not intimidated, or I don't think it's a manly thing. It's a whole fucking league. All right, bet. Do y'all know who T uh what Tia Cooper is? Y'all know who Tia Cooper is? Tia Cooper's Dwight fine. Yeah. Dwight Howard girl. What's mm -hmm. wrong with her? Like that's literally what I'm talking about. Like just a cool ass. A cool joint. I'm trying to tell you, man. That shit would be lit, man. That shit just got me on my level just thinking about that shit. Like, all right, babe. Look, the fact that Brittany Griner. What, what, come on, bro. Now you're being disrespectful because she has a wife. Okay, all right. Sorry. You're being disrespectful. <laughs> but look, what sorry. you saying that like my look my my girl pull up <laughs> and she real like girly, right? She get out her bands or whatever with her little purse or whatever. But I got my home girl that played basketball. With the Monica Wright outfit on, walking off with the basketball. I fuck with that, bro. That's legit what happened to Tyra Banks in Love and Basketball. She looked at Monica like, oh, hey, this bitch used the ball with her yeah. back in the day. Yeah. She, she was going to get left. He was going to sleep in that bed, though. This nigga Quincy is stupid. Did you see Tyra Banks? Did you see, did you see what happened to that nigga's knee? Tyra wasn't there after that. She was. She was with that nigga in the hospital. She they was, were still engaged to be married. This nigga Quincy... This nigga Quincy with the fucking old man goatee decides, fuck it. I'm about, think about it. Terrell that not, movie is toxic as love and basketball is toxic as fuck. Love and basketball is a testament to toxicity. Sometimes, no, sometimes you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta follow. It's gonna sound real cliche. You gotta follow your heart, bro. He followed his heart. Like, damn, this girl been, look. Since childhood, our parents know each other, like, pushed her down, like, like, all of that, yeah. Like, he had to go with her, bro. Tyra was there for the glitz and the glam. She did look good, though. But, all right, hey, look. My, uh, bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. We straight, straight away. But, look, that was the, the friendship dating. Yes. Uh, 
<laughs> you put we have to give Soldier Boy credit for everything. Yes, and real quick on the on this docket, I put that because honestly we do. Like there's honestly not a lot of shit that we can't give Soldier that we that that we have to give Soldier Boy credit for a lot of shit is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So like look at what's happening with TikTok. Arguably, Soldier Boy can take credit for it. Like Everybody getting on there and making dance moves and the entire industry turning towards these dance songs. If it's up, then it's stuck. If it's up, then it's stuck. Soldier Boy influence. Drake talking about left foot up, right foot slide. Soldier Boy influence. Can you have to scream in the, in the mic? Like yes, I can if I want because we purchased these nice ass mics that allow us to scream. And if the editor has to do a little bit of extra work editing, we so be it. Otherwise, he'll hear it from the listeners. But look, even with a whole bunch of shit, like Soldier Boy, look, like the fact that you get on your phone right now and you go to iTunes to get your music, Soldier Boy, that literally is Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy is one of the first niggas to make his music available in that way. Like, download my music. Yo. Fuck buying the CD. Go on YouTube. Just go on you. Just go on YouTube and listen to it, or just go on fucking you. Sh- what's the, what's the name of the? Come on, y'all. Where my uh my 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 '90s babies at? What was we fucking our parents' computers up with? LimeWire. Yes. Look, he wasn't one of the first niggas to do that, Terrence. Everybody was doing that. Nigga. Soldier Boy was the first on YouTube. That's it. You wildin'. Soldier Boy was one of the first niggas that, that said no to download his get music. The, get the Wayne tape on Blind Wire. But nigga, nobody was telling you go get that. Niggas was saying yes, buy my were. CD. Soldier Boy, you got it confused. Bro. Terrell, niggas was not confused. Soldier Boy was giving music away free. He was giving shit away free in a time when niggas was not. That's true because you still had the Lime Wire was the Lime Wire was the plug. When niggas was only buying CDs, then we got Dat Pip and shit like that, and niggas started dropping mixtapes. Like, but Soldier Boy was, that, wasn't giving stuff away. LimeWire was like, was like Pirate Bay, but for music. That's what I'm saying. But Soldier Boy was telling niggas to go to LimeWire and download. Soldier Boy's blueprint was he would put his song under 50 Cent name in this club, and when niggas play the 50 Cent, it would be Soldier Boy. <laughs> so, so he Soldier started was, that bullshit. He was telling niggas to go there, but my thing is like, he was low key ahead of the digital rev, uh, the digital revolution, and telling niggas to download my music, don't buy my CD. Yeah. You have to give him credit for that. You know how these young niggas, Nelly Chopper, uh, Wabian, uh, not Corday, but um, what the fuck is that nigga's name? Wabian Namir? Namir, all of these people that blew up because of YouTube videos. Soldier. Soldier. I think the dance thing, period. Is Dancing, p- dance songs, period. I, like I said, is all niggas are making these days. Cha Cha Slide came out. <gasps> Put respect on it first. Well, but, yeah, but I mean like in hip hop. In that hip hop, when it comes to like, this is how you gotta do this. Like, Soldier Boy, Finny Hill, White, he didn't even. But this is the thing: Soldier Boy never gave instructions like that. Yes, he did. Yeah, think of it. Think of, way, he how, was saying that shit, but he was like, like, uh, uh, Soldier Boy, Finny Hill, watch me and watch me rock. Superman, that hope. Then yeah, watch me crank down Roto cock. That's rope. That's that's. He's literally, not saying look left foot up, right foot slide, nigga. That's still giving instruction. Superman in it. What I didn't say? think he was more creative. Sing the lyrics again. Uh, super fresh. Now watch me jock. No. no, no, I'm sorry. That's that's after that. He said, uh, "Soldier boy, I finish." Uh, damn. Soldier boy, I finish. Ho, watch me lean and watch me rock. Watch me lean with it, rock with it. Superman, that hoe. Then watch me crank my rope. Then watch me crank that RoboCop. That shit was fire, and that was a dance. Crank that RoboCop. Yeah. Look, 
uh, super fresh now watch me jock. Then they made jocking. Yeah. Jocking on them haters, man. Haters getting mad because, come on, man. This nigga, bro, I'm telling And you. then they tried to give him the wave. I'm not giving him bathing eight. Put respect on we have to give Soulja Boy Bathing Ape. He Little made the song. Dwayne Carter is the reason why Bathing Ape is as fire as it is. Not nah, Pharrell. Boy. Nah, I would say Pharrell. But you're right. I always used to think the little, the little Pharrell. Remember, Pharrell got his own bait joint. He said that for a minute. Soulja Boy is the reason a lot of you niggas. Soulja Boy, them franchise boys, and the Laffy Taffy niggas are the reason why a lot of you niggas was wearing 5X t I'm telling you. Soulja <laughs> Boy, Soulja Boy literally had the game on, on lock. Dead ass. They showed Soulja Boy performing at the BET uh the BET Awards when he wasn't that big, so he wasn't on the main stage. He was outside, and it was like they were showing the people like doing the dance, and I'm like, damn, like this was at a time where we did not have this no shit. Bullshit. Now you got Young Jock, look, me, me in the drill. Yeah, like I'm telling you, <laughs> Soulja Boy, man. That's I true, just wanted man. to say we gotta put respect on his name and give him his flowers now, and not wait until some bullshit happens to him to start giving him his flowers. Now, just a real quick segue. Uh, we have to talk about this because we didn't talk about it last podcast, and I don't think it happened. But uh, not to take it there, but gotta send some prayers up for DMX. For it's sure. almost like we should have started the fucking podcast with DMX. Yeah. How could we not? Either way, prayers up for DMX. He's still here, man. He's fighting, and I feel like yeah. he's gonna make it. I don't think that yeah. we're gonna Hopeful. wake up to that Hopeful. TMZ post. Yeah, Fuck I'm that. Hopeful. Fuck that. Prayers up for DMX. What's the last news you've seen behind it? He was in a vegetable. State, but breathing on his own, oh, okay. but still in a yeah. Well, I hate to tell you, they yeah. um they they just um put out the uh the update that said that like he's not making good progress, bro. Damn. So I'm hopeful, and they were saying like his family has to make a tough decision, like that's what they're saying on like the the shade rooms and the Hollywood unlock. And so I don't know, man. It's a fucking sad thing. Yeah. But I'm hopeful, man. And for those who don't know, he had a uh, uh, overdose that led to a um, a heart attack. Yeah. So we don't even know. I don't know what drugs or what happened. Um, yeah, something going on with his brain where he's not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like a brain thing. And so super fucking sad, man. I'm just hopeful that he comes, you know, comes to. Yeah. You know, comes back. Same thing happened to like Martin Lawrence had a scary stroke when he was um, – Young Martin guy. Lawrence was running in like that, like a sweatsuit or some shit, mm -hmm. like a sweat jacket or some shit, and he was dehydrated. He had like an aneurysm or something like that. I'm not something sure. happened. Yeah, but I, I just use that to say, hope you know, hopefully DMX will bounce back from this shit. Yeah, prayers up, man. Um, bet. Uh, next thing we had on the docket. Shame on us for not starting with DMX, man. I know, man. Um, all right, your boy Paul Pierce. I don't really have much, but I want to know what you thought because you started the fucking episode 34. Instead of you saying it was a Shaq episode, you said it was the Paul Pierce episode. So I'm, how do you feel about the truth now? <laughs> I'm such a big fan of Paul Pierce. Like, even in the video, I didn't think he was doing nothing wrong. Like, give, okay, give context. My bad. And give just context. to give context, uh, Paul Pierce had like a little night where he had some, it looked like he had some strippers over. And they was just stripping and they was shaking ass. They had on bikinis. Nobody was ass naked. There was not a nipple. I or, definitely saw a bare ass. Maybe I'm tripping. You Maybe ain't seen no holes, though. And it's like, yeah, he gets fired. And look, the whole time he was doing, I told you, he was doing the, the thing where you just act like you don't know what's going on. Like, like the shit just showed up. You know how niggas do look? They be like, look. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> like, look. She's shaking ass. Oh, no. I love when niggas do that. But like, I and I thought it was hilarious. But it's like, damn, he got fired. A lot of people were saying it was because yeah. of other reasons. 
people were saying that ESPN wanted to maybe drop Paul Pierce because I was telling Terrell, like, once you have, like, a bad name, like, even if you're in the media, like, having a bad name is actually impactful because it impacts your brand. Like, your personal brand is big time when you're, like, an analyst or a media uh, media like spokesperson and like I think yeah. some of the things that Paul Pierce has said in the recent past is not the best comparing himself to D Wade mm-hmm. uh, Sam Braun wasn't top five I think there's a lot of reasons that led to him getting fired before that video it was still funny though yeah I thought it was wild it was um but honestly bro I felt like they would have done that like but you know what I think what if Shannon Sharp was to do that right Will he get fired from FS1? Will they let him go from FS1? Fox Sports. Uh, uh, you know what? Maybe. I guess it's just some stuff when you have your likeness and you and you represent a company every night, you yeah. can't just do. And then this is the thing. Paul Pierce is no Shannon Sharp in the media. And that's factual. That's true, though. Paul Pierce is no Shannon Sharp. Like, Shannon Sharp headlines a show. I am mm-hmm. one-on-one. I'm one-on-one with somebody who's been in this game 30 years with Skip. Skip been in this game probably 40 years. Yeah. So, like, the fact that I'm right next to Skip, I have just as many fans as him on this show. Like, yeah, Skip still got more fans. But, like, Paul Pierce, Paul, it would never be like Paul Pierce and Skip Bayless. Like, it would never now, be. Now, do you think if Kenny Smith did it, they would let him go from TNT? It depends. Like, I really think if, it, it's all about the respect that you have. Like, Paul Pierce did not retire five years ago. Like, oh, I'm sorry, 10-plus years ago like Kenny Smith. You can look at a 2008 dunk contest. And Kenny Smith is saying, look, you good can, night, good go, night, big fella. Let's go home. Let's go home. <laughs> Talking yeah. about Vince Carter, when Vince Carter did that for the Raptors, like, yeah, that's crazy. Kenny Smith was already retired 10 years. So he has so much respect with TNT. He got so much skin in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Paul Pierce just played with us in 2016. Like, he just had his farewell tour, what, a year after Kobe? Kobe's farewell tour was 2016. So, like, he played. He went and played with the Clippers in 17, 18. We're only in 21. Like, he doesn't have a lot of skin in the media game to, I feel like, be doing what, yeah. what he did, I guess. And like I said, his takes aren't always the best. He got up there and said that he was like, he had the bubble guts. And it was like, why would you say that? Like You should have just kept that in itself. Yeah. One thing about, like, Kobe, like, <laughs> when you look at a whole bunch of Kobe videos, Kobe just, you, got, you understand, like, Kobe's smart as shit, bro. And the choices that he made, like, with like letting certain things be known and like you don't you don't say anything that's gonna fuck up your 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 legacy. Like I wouldn't tell niggas like like if the, like when the pod come late, I don't be like, yeah, y'all, I was struggling to edit that down. I just be <laughs> like, it's late. I'm not gonna let y'all niggas know my weakness. I'm gonna have them thinking. No bullshit. But All um, right. uh, but yeah, I just wanted to ask about that. You put this thing on here about um, hey. Why you don't just let me do it? Because for real, for real, the way you doing this, you put this on here. Like, why not just let my me bad, introduce bad, it? Because you, you introducing it like it's bullshit. My bad, and quite bad. frankly, I'm not really fucking with it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so, <laughs> I was saying that, um, just in the, in the realm of age, um, birthdays are always a big thing for certain people during the year. You got some people who will celebrate their birthday for a whole month, whole week. You got people who will celebrate their birthday and plan a three-day weekend. You got people who won't celebrate their birthday at all. You got people who don't even want to do anything. So um, just in a, in a realm of that, um, I would just want to ask, what do you think contributes 
to how people celebrate their birthday and why. Like, first, basically, question for you, Terrell and me. We got a birthday coming up next month on the fifteenth. Jesus Christ, yeah, man. fucking. And I would say, fast. me and Terrell would be somebody who would say we don't like our birthday, or I don't like my birthday, or something like that. Like, I, I'm, I've been saying that for like the last six years. That I didn't like my birthday. Or I, or I don't really care about my birthday. It's not that big oh, of a okay. deal. You know what I mean? When people ask me what I'm doing. And I've realized that it's mainly because of myself. I really don't not like my birthday. I do. It's just I'm so behind. And I never plan anything ever, mm-hmm. it seems like. And since I'm always behind, I just act like, oh, I don't care about my birthday. But for real, for real, if I plan some shit, which I'm trying to plan this year, then I felt like I would enjoy my birthday more. And I think people really be like, I don't give a fuck about my birthday or I don't care about my birthday because their life might be so crazy that you forget about it. So instead of you saying, damn, I forgot about my birthday and didn't plan myself anything, we just be like, I don't like my birthday or I'm not a birthday guy. But like, bro, are you not? There's no way in this world that you can grow up from a specific age. Like if you're having birthday parties and stuff like that, like yeah. you're made to love your birthday. That's the one day on this life in this life that you're made to love. I wonder what happens and why you don't like your birthday. It comes down to and this whole podcast should be just situational because this everything is situational. Nah, you've made it that, but that's gonna be the name of it. Cause fuck it. <laughs> but no, look, fuck it. Cause I don't feel like looking for a name. Lazy you don't understand how tough it is to find a name for the podcast. And now I just listen. For how about me. we call it dingy sweater? This nigga has on a giant. Niggas use their they vision. Just, you look like Tim Linscum, boy. Oh, my god. Long goodness, face and not believe you just said that name. Real ones. Do y'all remember Tim Linscum was on the cover of MLB 2K9? This nigga sound like a, a white Crazy, boy. Crazy, from- he said. <laughs> he said Tim Linscum. That's a, uh, that's a Cy Young winner. You know these young niggas that follow us Isaiah only Thomas, play Isaiah Thomas, like my comment. Shout out Isaiah Thomas, man. Comeback season. 10-day contract with the Pelicans and balling out. IT. IT. 10-day contract with the Pelicans. He's balling. I thought you were talking about the, and I took that personally. Not, I said, not, uh, I met the criteria. I cannot I stand him. I can't stand him. I would not want to. I would, I would be happier than that than IT who's falling off. I don't like Isaiah Thomas because you, that, the Jordan doc really made me not like him. Jordan knew what he was doing. Did you remember when Jordan was watching what IT said and he was like, he was like, I'll watch it, but I know it's bullshit, whatever he says. They gave it to Jordan. He was like. it's bullshit (laughs) take this from me (laughs) but um back to the birthday thing um this nigga sitting here looking like dom kennedy go ahead and who do you look like boy you look like a nigga from you look like the black nigga that was pitching on sandlot (laughs) (laughs) you out there with a bunch of white boys that's the only reason why they let your black that's the only reason why they fuck with me yeah send his ass over the face (laughs) but the dog got him Fuck it, we'll get another. <laughs> hey, Andre. Wanna, wanna play catch? <laughs> go in over there, Andre. Andre, go over there and see some shit I wanna see. Come on, real. B Day. They went over there and found James Earl Jones. Blonde. And look, he was an ex Yankee. <laughs> His blonde ass had a <laughs> Can y'all imagine if he was if he was crazy in Sandlot and held up a tennis ball? <laughs> this is my babe Ruth side baseball. Let's get out this crazy motherfucker's house. <laughs> this motherfucker holding up a, a softball because somebody stole it from his ass years ago. This is where I keep my baseball. Uh, I hope you know it ain't no names on this bitch. 
Look, he can be calling a dog inside. Get him, get him. <laughs> <laughs> These motherfuckers took my my ball. But go ahead, bro. B days. Back to the birthday thing. Um, I would say the biggest thing is self love, bro. And that's something that I'm really trying to focus on. Yeah, um, man. Because I realized that I put my I put myself behind a lot of bullshit. Like I I'm always like fuck it I'll I'll do it whatever or I don't need to take time off or I don't need to put take take a vacation. I work through I you know how many calendar years I've worked through and I'm like no PTO. No bullshit. I got 180 hours of PTO. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so you put a lot of people in front of you a lot of times. Just you know it happens if you allow it. But I think self. Love is something that you got to do. That's why I used to be that guy. I always be like, why are these bitches celebrating their birthday? Bitch, you, 20, weekend, bitch, you yeah. just turned 22. Nothing special about this year. Wait for next year is your Jordan year. 22 ain't special. Your year was last year. Yeah. But I respect it now. People that take trips and do all this stuff for their birthday, it's like, you know what? I guess they just, you know, I'm trying to, I'm opening my mindset to self-love. Yeah. And like, all right, bet doing this for you. Like, like how you going to the gym now? That's a self-love thing. It is. It 100% is. Um. When people decide I'm gonna eat better, when you decide to go to Tropical Smoothie as opposed to the McDonald's that's right next to it at Fort Washington, <laughs> <laughs> it's a self love thing. Yeah. And so, um, that's that's how I look at it now. And so I, the nigga, like I'm a nigga that didn't celebrate my birthday, but this year, definitely gonna try to do something. I'm off that day, so yeah. And I'm thinking in 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 a in the context of like why people wouldn't celebrate their birthday. Uh, I totally get it because like you never know what happens. Like people lose family members around their birthday, and then that day is a constant reminder of that. Or a bad event happens on their birthday, and then uh, their birthday could be a constant reminder of of that or something bad. But I do think I was telling people if you do look at your birthday because of something happened, I think you should look at it because not to get religious, and I really won't. It's just really something to be really appreciative of the fact that you were here for another year. Oh um, yeah, and, but a friend of mine is 22, and I was telling her like, on your 23rd birthday, it's a celebration that you made it to 23. Because think about how many girls in that year did not make it from 22 to 23. You could have been one of those. We yeah. could say, "Damn, damn, he died young. Damn, he died young." Like every year is, every year should be appreciated. And I was, and I was telling her this too. Like, I didn't grow up in the streets. So I definitely didn't grow up in a gang either. But one thing I do know after learning about them is the way that they grow up, every birthday is appreciated because you don't know if you're going to see your next birthday. Like in any every birthday after specific ages for real, for real, in some hoods is like a blessing. Like, yo, we lost this dude, this dude, this dude, and this dude before 20. So the, the fact that you made it at 21, like they think like you got blessed. Like, yo, you blessed. Like, you still alive. Like, that's how they look at it. Since we didn't come from that, we don't look at every year as a blessing. We look at we look at our situation. And we say, okay, I'm this many years old, and I want my situation to be improved from where I started. Because since we came from good situations, we could look at our birthday easy. We're not worried about not being here next year. We're worried about where we're going to be at on my birthday next year. By my next age, I want to have been there. Right. I don't want to just be here because we didn't come from a cage. We came from something different. So, like, mm-hmm. I know that that is the root reason of why I don't enjoy my birthday because I know I come from a place where I just 
I didn't have to worry about not seeing it. So now that you got people getting, I don't know about y'all, but I keep hearing about motherfuckers having stomach and colon problems after ever since Chadwick. I keep hearing about that. You see motherfuckers dying and then people going up in these stores shooting motherfuckers. You really should celebrate your birthday. If you turn 20 this year, think about all the niggas that don't make it to 20. They died at 19. Yeah. Like, you get to see new music this year. You get to see new movies and, and see your mom and your dad do new stuff. And you might have a baby cousin that takes first steps. And, like, you're going to be able to see yeah. little shit this year. Be happy about that. Like, that's what I'm telling myself. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Somebody told me your birthday is your new year. It's, like we, yeah. We always say happy new year on the first. But fuck that. My birthday is my reset. Your birthday is your new year. Yeah. And so. Look, I just wanted to shed light on, on that. It's, it's Celebrate great, your birthday. Great thing to add to the fucking docket. Yeah, man. Your boy Terrence has really been working on our docket, man. And I'm telling you, if you feel like the pie getting better, <laughs> I added solely the, taking responsibility. I added the YG <laughs> controversy that led to the Terrence screaming. Um, but one thing I did want to say, too, just getting past that, is I would love to do more reactions, but. It just don't seem like a lot of music is coming out. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. It is not. Yeah. No, no. Think about our favorite artists, right? You know, y'all know who me and Terrence gravitate to. Like everybody who's a listener of this podcast. Um, if you if you're new and you don't know, which would be crazy, <laughs> if you found us on iTunes. If you actually found us from just potting, dope. Let me know too. Please on Twitter comment if you did because or that's please crazy. let us know if you just found us from the podcast. Like, yeah, that'd, that'd be, be dope so dope to know who. Um, but. We normally and do y'all don't the, fucking lie because I know y'all. Right, niggas don't lie. I yeah me, but I know you done said something to me before. Yeah, <laughs> found an old DM from the nigga asking for a reaction. But um, a lot of the mainstream artists that you know are the the main people are not dropping shit. Nobody's dropping anything. Like it's you know and I guess that's kind of like oh of course you're gonna find oh of course this person dropped that person dropped but it just don't it's not it ain't the same. And of course, it's because of the pandemic. Of course, it's because niggas can't go on tours and niggas can't perform. And that's what the money that they need. So you would get a new Gunna album, a new this and a new that. You know what I'm saying? I don't even think if I was little baby, if I'm little baby, I'm not dropping another album. I'm going to work. It's my turn. And I think he just has made so much music that he just be like, fuck it. Like, I'm just dropping. Oh, yeah. So him to drop on me and fucking. The real as it gets track he dropped. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Mm -hmm. it. That nigga's different, though. I was telling Terrell, it seemed like mainly the street niggas is dropping. You know what I'm saying? Like Dirk, Pooh Shiesty, Money Bag, Dolph. Yeah. Like, I took through this. It's going to be dangerous if these are the only niggas that's dropping. We're going to be out here murdering niggas. Knocking on wood because I don't want to, you know. Yeah, no bullshit. But, but you're right. Really. The drill scene is like the only scene that it seems like to be dropping music for real. Everybody is waiting. Like, Cole dropped that, that, uh, uh, the climb back and all of this bullshit. Drop, nigga. I'm not going to lie. We would have got the heart part five by now, Kendrick. Drop. Fuck. Just drop the heart part five, and then we'll just still wait a month or a year for the album. (laughs) Just give us something. I don't see Kendrick dropping or J. Cole dropping until niggas can tour again. Not that they even need it, though. But who the fuck wants to? You Niggas can't enjoy your music. What, are they going to enjoy it at work? With their mask on. Yeah, like. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas is, like, outside are starting to open back up. I don't know if you saw, but, like, um, baseball games are starting to be, like, cool now. All the baseball games. There was full, a bunch of baseball games that are full capacity. The Rangers game was at full capacity. Did you see? 
that they just said that they confirmed that one fourth of the U.S. population is now vaccinated. Damn. And so, look, let me just tell y'all how this works. All y'all motherfuckers that still out here scared and whatever. Once we get to three fourths of the country is vaccinated, vaccinated. we're opening every fucking thing back yeah. up. No mask. No this, no that. If you get the virus, are you vaccinated? Well, why aren't you? Oh, you're a conspiracy guy. So it's not conspiracy. You want the respirator or you want? All right. See, look, now you now you better give me my bag because it's not conspiracy. It's not conspiracy. You're the right. People that don't believe in the vaccine. A lot of people, if you talk to them, they'll take you back through the past. Listen to you. What's the lady we were talking about with? the? Uh, I was talking to Io about her. Uh, and you told you was like, oh, I knew about her. What was her name? What I was she? About, what was she talking about? Wait, her name was uh. Hold on, I got you. Niggas asked me what was that woman. That's the most Henrietta Lacks. Okay, yeah. Me and, uh, shout out to my mentor Io. We were talking about Henrietta Lacks and uh, sales and how you know they use you know. Oh damn! I gotta go back and I gotta go back and look at that again. But we were talking about how they use her sales to this day, to this day. But a lot of this we talked about <laughs> the polio vaccine and. I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Don't, I don't want anything he's saying. I'm talking about something serious. Sorry, Candace texted me something funny. But why you can't just like, this is serious. A lot of the people that don't believe in the vaccine, think about that polio vaccine or think about the vaccines back in the day. Me and uh, Ayo talked about um, fucking, uh, what was that guy's name? The dr don't drink the Kool-Aid guy. Um, do you know the reason why they say, hey, don't drink the Kool-Aid? Why? Dude, you drinking the Kool-Aid. You know that? Oh uh, yeah, you, you drinking the Kool Aid? That has nothing to do with like American black people, like and 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 you know us drinking Kool Aid. It has everything to do with like, I forget the guy's name, but he like had this cult of um people that he actually got them to like take a shot yeah. of this stuff and kill and yeah, they all, they and he all killed died. everybody. Yeah, and I believe it was black people too. I am gonna kill me. It wasn't I black people. I don't notes. think. No, I, I believe it was black people that died. Yes, it was like a mass suicide. Yeah, because he was the leader of a cult, and then he got everybody to like take a shot of something that he poisoned, and everybody died. And that's why they say don't drink the Kool Aid, because it's like you're drinking this shit that's gonna actually kill. You're 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 literally you're killing yourself. That's why somebody's like, look, don't drink the Kool Aid on that shit. Uh. I don't like that term. It has nothing to do with. Mimi having serious dreams over that joke. But it has nothing to do with like you drinking Kool-Aid today or like the stereotype that, that black people give for Kool-Aid. But as you see how shit is kind of connected. Yeah. One thing we were talking about too is that there's no such thing as a coincidence. Shit happened for a reason. Fuck that. I believe in that. I think there is coincidences. Yeah, but I don't think you should. Stuff is weird. Weird that stuff happens, but it's really not coincidence. Yeah. Is it really? Okay, okay. like you getting deep. Like Sorry. and like when, when I this was nigga not ready for that. When this I was nigga wants to talk about nigga. When I was looking at when I was looking up like astral travel. I don't know if anybody ever studied that astral God. travel. Look, look at Terrell. Look how you look at me then. But I'm talking about real shit. You but you know what? You know what they was shit. nah. See, you only saying that because you don't know. Like you know what they say about it. Like I told you this before, but they say it's like explaining sugar to somebody who's never tasted it before. You've only had better. I can't tell you how great it is. You know, I have no, I've never that sounds done. like I need to do a shot I of heroin. I, I haven't done it. I haven't done it. I haven't actual traveled before. If anybody's asking, but how do you do it? That is a totally different conversation that we can have, but I don't want to get real deep into it because and act like I know how to do it because I've never done it before. I just literally was looking it up. Astral travel, astral travel, literally your soul leaving your body. 
And look, do you know that some people, they say that sometimes, like, they say that we are on earth. This is weird. And we getting a little deep. But they say, some people say that we are a earth uh, filled with human beings that have souls. But really, we're like an earth of souls that have human beings, if that makes sense. Like, I was watching this dude talking. He was talking about how, like, you're like, you use your body like the same way your body is using this sweater right here, like your shirt. And when that sweater gets old, what are you going to do with it? You're going to toss that Check bitch off, yep. and you're going to get another one, one that is better and probably does whatever job you wanted to do better. And they say your soul literally does that with your body. That's why if we taken away the religious, some people believe that your soul has had other instruments, meaning you're Terrell now, but your soul could have been in another instrument. It could have just gotten old and you withered off and then got another one. You know what I mean? Oh, and think shit. about it. Would you go after one that you knew was close to its EOL, close to the end of life? No. No, I'm not going to get a 20-year-old one. I'm starting over. I'm going to go get a brand new one, meaning when I see the wah, I'm jumping right in that joint. Did y'all see behind no, her that eyes? No, that the, the baby joint already has. Well, you're right. Well, you're right. When oh, I see, you never know. When you see mama with the embryo? You never know. I'm just saying, if you had that choice, I don't know if you have that choice. But can, what you, I'm, go to, but can you go to animals? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. All I'm saying is, speaking about coincidence, in the realm of actual travel, they say you ever, you ever be somewhere and you think about like deja vu, right? And you're like, why do I feel like I've seen you somewhere? Or I've heard that before. Or I've been here before. Damn, why do I feel like this happened before? Because maybe you're not 27. Maybe your soul really has been here before. Maybe your soul was here in a different instrument. That shit is the most creepiest, creepiest shit, shit ever. I'm telling you, when that shit happened, you, I, somebody got to explain that to me. What and if it's what I'm saying? What if your soul saw it already? Your but soul it doesn't make sense, Terrence. Your brain is not a part of your soul. Remember that. Your brain is a part of your instrument. So can your brain really trust? I hate this nigga, man. Your soul sight? Because let me tell y'all something. Y'all know how you have a breakup, right, with somebody, right? Yeah. Fuck you. I don't like you no more. All right, fuck you. Y'all have a breakup. And look, y'all have that space when y'all not with each other. Y'all might even date other people. But then there's that one day where y'all come back and see each other. When you spend so much time with somebody, you break away all, of, all emotion and feelings for their instrument. Meaning, you stop giving a fuck how they look, for real, for real. Your girl can wake up in the morning, and that's still your boo. Because I'm not thinking about how she look anymore. And believe it or not, relationships get real when we stop worrying about each other's instrument, and we worry about the soul, like the inside, like who we you really it, are. Like when, the, when the avatar niggas put the When the we put our tails together. together on some avatar shit. Yeah. So my thing is this. Once... I get to know who you are. I essentially see, you know what I'm saying? It's like I'm, I'm, like, I'm learning who you really are, the, the, the thing that's inside your instrument. I think when y'all finally have that moment where y'all broke up and y'all come back to see if it's something there, you know how when you get back with that person, you're like, yo, it's something about her that just like, I don't know. Like, I think I really might be done with her. I think in that moment, your soul is literally seeing her soul only, no instrument, no nothing. My soul knows exactly what this is, and for the first time, my soul isn't blinded by my instrument because your your brain is what blinds you to all the bullshit. But when your soul see it protects you, I think once your soul see something or once you feel like, damn, I don't know what it was, but I finally felt like I can let go. I felt like 
your soul is able to see past the the your instrument blinding it and it's like all right bet like but you know what because sometimes i guess block that you're forgetting about that thing in your chest the h-e-r-a-t and the h-a-r <laughs> <laughs> i said it wrong no no you're right you're right i said h-e-r-a-t the h-e-a-r-t here at <laughs> Look, this nigga can't spell. I didn't my even bad, catch that. I can't. But damn, that's actually a crazy really. ass thing, bro. Yeah. And you know what? Random, not sidebar. But if there's anybody you would want to take deja vu and make a movie about it, it's one Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Because I feel like he could do it the right way. Because, bro, he's really already played with of, played with time. But honestly, I wouldn't want to see it at this point. He's put out too many movies about time. Honestly. Deja vu is not about time, though. It is. It is. I just feel like it's I, more so about experience, though, Terrence. It is. And honestly, I'm not gonna lie that I don't. I'm not gonna say that I won't want to see it. You would definitely watch. I would 100 see it. But I just feel like another time movie, another movie where we watching and like, oh, they're really talking about two days before. Like, come on, Nolan. Like, give us something like, like you gave us the Prestige. He Let's does do something that like so that. So well, this nigga Chris, this nigga Quentin Tarantino can make another Who Done It. Terrell, Quentin Tarantino does not have one movie that's just like the next. Name it. Neither does Christopher Nolan. Is 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 Inception? Inception and and, and um Inception, nigga. I in, know you're not about to compare Inception to what we just watched in um what the fuck Tenet. is in it? Inception, Tenet, and what was that movie? Inception, Tenet, and Memento are they all are essentially not the, same. not the same. But like, come on, bro. I could watch this movie and know that this dude did it. And you're right. It's very hard to do that with Nolan. But don't you ever bring up QT like he made the same movies. I never said that. But he QT, did one whodunit. Was Reservoir Dogs not a whodunit? Reservoir Dogs wasn't a whodunit. We found out who did it in the first 30 minutes. They go to Mr. Orange. Five. It was still like a, we don't know. Well, a whodunit is whodunit for the audience, not for the characters. Jackie Brown was arguably... Let's move on. He's falling apart. <laughs> He's falling apart. Let's move uh, on. So we didn't know who did it. We didn't know Jackie did it. We thought it was Ordell. <laughs> we thought it was John Jack no, Nicholson's character. But QT always uh, playing with yeah. like QT is always playing with time and going back. Is he not? He plays with. Nominous. Is he not? Why is he trying to like Terrence Reservoir Dogs? All played with the story. This Terrell, you really you right talking now. about non-linear story, storytelling. Non-linear storytelling. Okay, cool. Jackie Brown, same thing. Bitch-ass nigga tried to come for Christopher Nolan. Non-linear storytelling about a whole bunch of different stories is different, though. Nolan's telling the same, oh, you thought it was this time, but it was really that time. Oh, you thought it was in... You got him fucked up. I don't want to say that the movie. Isn't, like, if they did a verse. It's not. I'm not, trying to, I'm not trying to shit on him, but you got my man fucked up. Like, you're talking to a, a nigga with respect. You sure? And we are talking about Christopher Nolan. And, and guess what? Who has the better Leo film? Let's talk! <laughs> Who? Because are you that. telling me that Leo's this. performance in Inception was better than Django? No. I if we had to keep one of those performances. Who has the better Leo film? Django is not better than Inception. Oh Sorry, Terrence. Oh my God, I'm ready to fight that right now. Are you kidding me? Django is definitely better than Inception. Django is sticking around longer than Inception. I'm sorry, y'all. That's literally Terrence. Django was actually kind of ridiculous. Let's be re let's be real. Django was a better movie than Inception. The I'm right, sorry. Right, niggas. niggas are gonna definitely <laughs> niggas will definitely cancel me for this. But for me, I enjoyed Django way more than I enjoyed Inception. Now say why? Because I'm a guy that enjoys characters. 
right? First. This is why I can watch something like 13 Reasons. No, I'm sorry. This is why I can watch something like Power or something like Snowfall where I know the story might be basic and I've seen it a million times, but you fall in love with the characters. I fall in love with the characters. So QT is going to give you both. That's one thing Nolan will not give you. Nolan will give you the most intricate story ever. And the reason why I say you can't compare him to QT. So you're telling me that Nolan doesn't create good characters. This is why this is what I'm saying. The reason why you can't compare Nolan to QT is because QT will give you the same dynamic of a story. Nolan will give you a crazy story. QT is going to give you a crazy story. We can't say who will give you one better. It's arguably QT will give you one better just based on the history. I'm sorry. Have you seen Inglorious Bastards? I haven't seen Nolan take anything that uh, far. I'm sorry. Anyway, have you seen The Prestige? Okay, you're right. But bottom line, QT will give you that same crazy story with one of a kind characters. Nolan's characters arguably are all the same in his movies. Those side characters, like yeah, that's true. That how is true. different is Cobb from the dude in, Tim, in Tenet? He's like a factory machine guy that seems like he came out of nowhere. That's what Nolan feeds off of. QT, you can tell these characters came from rugged backgrounds, and their backgrounds exude when they speak. Like, QT writes your background in your dialogue. Like, he, his characters say shit like, I worked 15 years at a gas station to do this, this, this. Like, they, his expositional Yeah, like, when you think about a execution Lieutenant Aldo Rain, or you think about the fucking Jules Winfield. Look at his villains. Like, I can't name a Nolan villain, for uh, real. Bane. That's a Batman villain. That's not Nolan. He had no choice but to put Bane. Okay, all right, um... Like, I guess you could say Maul from uh, Inception is Leo's wife. Maul from Inception, or uh, you could say, um, what's the... That now, see, now that's not fair. <laughs> I forgot my Leo man in The Prestige. What's his name? I love him. Hugh Jackman? No. Look, it's not Hugh Jackman. It's... We love him, bro. He was in uh, American Hustle. We love him. Christian Bale? Yes. Christian Bale was the villain in... Or, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not shitting on Nolan. I'm just saying... His stories are so realistic yeah, that they don't have you, villains. They're like, they're real life situational stories. Quentin Tarantino does make the movie that has the villain or that has the, he takes that antagonist word really yeah. far. And like, how do you, who are you going to put There's no Marcellus Wallace. Yeah, you don't like, have that. You nah. don't have a Calvin Candy. You the, don't have a. I feel like the right person can come along and make these same movies that Nolan's making. If they you are ridiculously were, out of your mind. Listen, if they were smart enough to learn about time, if it wasn't for Matthew McConaughey being in Inception, would Inception really have been good? No. You have you mean to mean Interstellar. Put, you mean I'm Interstellar. sorry, Interstellar. I'm sorry. You have to put Interstellar would in. have been great with anybody. I'll tell you this, and we're going to cut this. Well, we don't have to cut it. No, we're just going to keep it going. You're going to cut it. All I'll tell you is this. He had to put grade-A actors in his movies. Inception, he put uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Made Man. In Interstellar, you put McConaughey. McConaughey and, and we are discounting the huge performances that they pulled out in those movies. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, had those scripts been done Memento. with other characters, let me finish this statement real quick, I'll let you go. It might not have been good, and the only reason why I'm saying that is look what happened with John David and Tenet. People didn't really like John David like that. They didn't really like the movie like that. The reason why Interstellar and Inception work is arguably because you got two heavy-handed actors leading the way. Okay, so what do you have to say about Quentin Tarantino 
who just recently used Leo and Brad Pitt, and people still didn't fuck with it. What are you talking about? Terrell. People love that movie. Terrence, it was his most least received movie. But arguably, it was one of his best movies. No, arguably. it Terrence. All right, whatever. We can, we, can, we, can, we can agree to disagree on that. But, like, you're saying that, but that movie has a great, uh, it has a good score. That movie was rated well. I've been saying it was one of his worst received films. You're saying that because of the win. Like, I'm saying it because what you said that it with that Brad with uh, Leo and whatever, and you write. But look at Guy Pierce and Memento. Like, nobody knew who Guy Pierce was. But and Memento you, you really is can't a. can't compare them movies when they was in their prime. You're right. That's like comparing a Wayne album now to fucking the Carter 2. You're right. You can't. And I just think, like, I'm sorry. I just think QT. Mm-hmm. I think the characters that he's able to bring is what we need in, like, the black community. I feel like too many times in the, in the black film community, we focus so much on the story. And the characters just come off as the sublime, we've got them already characters. There's no... Yo, you say you're like, in the black film community, we need dynamic characters. We need like more characters. Like, one thing I love about Snowfall, I told Terrell this. I love Jerome in Snowfall. Only because he never breaks the uncle character. They're, like, in this past week of Snowfall, Franklin had this big... incredible. Uh, incredible. Franklin had this big monologue... Let me handle like I handle every fucking thing else, right? And, like, he really be going off on him. Did y'all notice how Unc was standing there smiling? I want y'all to understand that that is, that's a real character trait. Like, they could have had Unc there shook. Right, because out of but, all, even though he disagreed with Frank, he still showed that he was proud of him I'm, in that moment. I'm your uncle, like, and I'm never going to release that. And I feel like very important that is to a story, like, me as a viewer, I loved that when I was watching it. Like, bad, like I love Jerome because he never breaks character. Right, and absolutely. he's honestly the most 80s nigga there is in the show. Yeah. I love him. But. And he's older. And you know what? You actually speak to something that's super important that writers fuck up, which is allowing characters to break their character for the sake of a, an ending or a story that you want. Like Cleo and Snowball. Set It Off. Oh, yeah. Cleo and Set It Off. There was no way she was going to give up, get out that car, and say, oh, fuck nah. it, I'm going to jail. Mm-mm. No, I'm going out. I will shoot. I'm, I'm lighting this cigarette, and, and I'm blowing this I'm holding court in the streets. Yeah. Uh, like, there's that. There's, um, what else? You know what I didn't like? What? I can't fucking remember. What were we talking about before we started talking about movies? I feel like we were talking about some important shit. We, we were about talking about and then we went into something else, and then for some reason we got to QT. We was talking about initially, uh, I think we were talking about how there was Deja no- Deja vu. We were talking about deja vu. Oh, okay. And how somebody tra- t- to tackle that. And without harping on that too long, I just think it's crazy as fuck when, because deja vu is never like one thing. It is almost like a fucking brain blast where one thing happens and then you know something else is going to happen. And then you know that third thing or whatever is going to happen. And you're like, I've been here before. It could be, look, you remember something falling over. You saying, hey, what the fuck was that? And then I know for a fact after that you're going to say, say, hey, you trying to get something to eat? And then I'm like, whoa, I'm, oh, I've been here. Yeah, I've done this. If you really think about, and you can drive yourself crazy, but if you really think about what does that really mean, that shit will trip you out. It's like, what the fuck is happening? How does, how? Like, am I in a, you know how people said we're in a simulation? That's the only time where I felt like I'm in a simulation in the game or whatever we're in, just kind of like double back. Like, 
every everything has a glitch. You know, every technology has a get glitch. Like mm-hmm. we're playing games now, but what if we're playing games that were made inside of the greatest game ever, and you're just like created? Like some people think that you're in a simulation. Like Elon Musk thinks that we're in like a simulation. Like technology rules us, and we've created technology within. You know. Because like, what if deja vu is deja vu is just a glitch in your game, and you're like, oh, thought oh, I saw yeah. it. What are we living in some Black Mirror shit? Yeah, man, you never know. Shout out to Black Mirror. We need another season, man. Do we? That striking viper shit was bullshit. It's funny because everybody talking about the last season. Don't talk about no episode except that one. We need a better season than that. That striking vipers was some bullshit. That was some bullshit. It was because Anthony Mackie was in it. This nigga went on to be the Winter Soldier. He is now the new cat. Fuck you talking about black cat. Whose dog is barking at 1 a.m.? Get your fucking Yorkie together. Listen to that. It sounds like they're walking down the hallway, too, so they're getting ready to knock, 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 boy. Yeah, all right. The fuck you say about my... Look, what you say about... What you fuck you say about Gucci? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, real quick. Uh, we're going to wrap on Snowfall. Um, Did you see the comment where the dude was like, nobody gives a fuck about a Snowfall? Y'all need to stop wasting time. He said, stop wasting 10 whole minutes on the podcast with Snowfall. No one watches that shit. If you don't watch, then that's you. But Snowfall is one of the biggest shows on like, TV right now in the culture. You listen to this podcast, you in the culture. But if you don't watch it, it's fine. You just don't watch. I had to listen to Joe Budden and Marlon Roy talk about that show, uh, Your Honor. Yeah. And I don't watch it, but I just said, fuck it. Yeah. And so... Sorry for the people who don't enjoy when we talk about power. I mean, we talk about snowfall, and we always accidentally call it power. But, uh, hey, like he said, I mean, yeah, it's like it's the show that's on. And, like, we try to review something, you know? We try to give a— When they bring back Try to fucking, keep up with something weekly. When they bring back them fucking Game of Thrones— uh, No, Terrell, cool. we're not doing that. Fuck that. We're we not going to talk about no, it on the podcast. We can talk about it, but we're not doing what we do with, with snowfall. We're not setting that up. Fuck that. Sorry. We're not doing that shit. Well, because honestly, I don't like talking about snow. Having to talk about snowfall at the end of every podcast either. Like, it's like we got to do a whole snowfall review. You don't have to. It could be short and sweet. I just want to know what you felt about the episode. Things you like. I mean, it's cool. People but look forward to hearing. What and you- and and like I said, I've gotten used to it. So y'all don't get it twisted. I've gotten used to it. But I don't want to do this with the Game of Thrones. No. Sorry, y'all. We not doing Game of Thrones. Nigga is a film major. I'd rather talk people, about something else. People know you have a film background. I don't want to be on this talking about Westeros. Westeros. If we doing that, we're going to do it. I told Terrell this. If we do that, we will not do it on the podcast. That's going to be something separate that people can see, and it's going to be a separate video. Because I don't like doing stuff like that halfway. If we're going to go do a review, I want to do a real drink. No, yeah, for sure. I just like the fact, I think, you know, people respect, we do have a film following. Oh, yeah, for sure. People want to sure. know what you just thought about it. They know how you yeah. think about plot. I, I, yeah, I don't know how stressful it is watching stuff with Terrence. You'll be in know. Game of Thrones is a, okay, yeah, that is a, just a little heavy one. But I, I also do want to say this. When you're watching a movie or a TV show with Terrence, it's the most confusing, stressful thing ever. Because you'll be, you'll be looking at the TV like, hey, this is lit. Look back at him and he's not enjoying it. You're like, I thought it was good. <laughs> But um, not going to spend too much time on sto- Snowfall, but we are. No, we're not, Terrell. Not too much. We already hit the two-hour mark, so fuck it. But it's just too great of an episode to not to pick this episode to not talk about. Like, we could have not talked about the last fucking No, episode. all right. Like, like I said, let's talk about it. We're talking about how we normally... I'm getting into it. Um, 
I would say this was probably the best episode of the season. Mm, best episode of the season? Yes. What episode was better than this episode? Well, Spoiler alert for anybody who haven't seen. I like the last episode better than this episode. But then again, I love the end of this episode. And I totally just forgot about it and remember mm. it. Telling you, man. Let me tell you. Hey, look. This, this, this episode. I'm not even going to spend too much time on Snowfall. This is what I did want to say. If you rewatch that scene with Frank talking to Louie and Jerome and Leon about. He's like, oh, Frank. What's going to happen to me? And he's like, don't worry about it because I'm going to take the fucking fall for it. I just need y'all to do this. He truly taps into his Michael Corleone bag. I just feel my, a, a strong Michael Corleone vibe from that young Frank. Like in the in the frustration. Yeah. In the delivery of that, bro. I swear. I think he definitely did. I'm channeling a young, if you're a Michael Corleone godfather, like that's what I got. Frank with the cane is different. I'll say this. What I saw was a great performance from Frank, but I also saw a show trying to recreate a moment that it was great for before. It's like Frank, I thought it was a great performance, but in a, in a, in a context for real for him yelling at them, was just kind of like, okay, I get it, Frank, but like it fit. It, it wasn't misplaced. I felt like it was a re- it was a clear reach. By the like they try to remake the, the it's scene like with him and Leon. He don't need to go off on them like this. He did. I didn't think so. I just felt like Frank has always been a common collected dude. When he went off on Leon, it was because like you fucking up this shit with man boy. You're fucking my shit up. Like I get this shit was fucked up with the CIA. And it looks like shit is Harris. This shit is way hotter this than that. This shit is hot, but I just felt like in the context, it looked like this was a placed situation. I loved Frank's explosion in, in season four or three because we we felt exactly why Frank was exploding. Well, he said drive motherfucker. It was like, damn, like I just felt that because Leon fucking up real. This nigga, like, like. I'm on Jerome and Louis' side in a way where it's like, nigga, you going off on us. You put us in this situation. You didn't tell us about the CIA. You lucky I'm even still cool with you. And you tell me, handle it like I've been handling everything else. What did Jerome say? He should be talking to us. All that jitty motherfucker put us through. That's what I'm saying. Like, this motherfucker got my And that's why Frank responded the way he did. Because let me tell you, at a point where everybody thought they was about to get out the game, literally Jerome's ready to get out the game. His mom's ready to get out. His father finds out about the CIA thing. And you know what I realized? His father did what all of our fathers would do. And it's a fucked up thing. But when he was talking to Sissy saying, like, it could just be me and you. Think about dad right now, Terrell. As much as he would want to help you, if he he found out that you had put yourself in a situation that he felt like you couldn't win, he would try to do the best thing to help you as your dad. He's not going to say be loyal to the game. So, yeah. like, I totally understand Alton doing what he did. Now, I just hate him for it. <laughs> for not talking to Frank. But dad would talk to you, though. Dad would tell That's him. The, dad would never go and talk but to But think about before. it, though. A he dad would talk to you. And would, if you didn't want dad to do it, you wanted that nigga to stand by you, he would. But think you about. never compare my father to no fucking Alton. You got my father fucked up. You know who my father is? You know what yeah, he's done? you're right. But I'm just saying everybody's father would make the. Everybody's father would tell you to take the plea. 
unless y'all got gangsta ass fathers who was drug dealers and in the game before. Because I'm telling you, your father would tell you pick your life, bro. And I feel like we can't get mad at Alton for doing what majority of fathers would do. They would be scared for their son to go to jail the rest of their life. It's like, oh shit, like you gotta take this deal. They about to crack down on you. This is the CIA. Look, I've been living for 45 years. You've only been living for 20. I felt like I know more. They're going to crack down on you. I've, look, he tried talking to his son before. He did. And, you know, everybody calls him a snitch. But he talked to the reporter and got the whole family immunity. But it's the fucking CIA. And he is still a snitch because he didn't get Jerome uh, immunity. He didn't get Louis. He didn't get everybody else immunity. And oh, that's how did. Frank looked at it. Frank said, you ain't get, what about fucking Jerome and Louie? Like, he was like, son, this is the game. What oh, about Okay, him? yeah, nah, see, fuck that. And you got dad fucked up. Never compare my father to that nigga. Terrell, you I'm not. never do that. Fucking God, man, I'm, out of, I'm ready. I'm ready to get a And a lot, of niggas, a lot of niggas. Nigga, I was that. not comparing dad to Alton. I'm saying all dads would pick the plea deal. I'm not saying dad would, That's a big general statement, though. I'm not saying dad would pick the deal and not talk to us about it, but dad would come home after hearing that and say, y'all need to do this, and we would have to be like, nah, like, you know? But, yeah. like, anybody, if you have a good dad, like, trust me, if you want to play it like your dad is this gangster nigga who's going to tell you to stay raw in the game and go up against the CIA and the FBI, great dad, but majority dads would tell you to pick the plea, and that's the reason why I felt like I I was mad at Alton's uh, decision and his character at first, but I felt like I felt like that's that's something that everybody would do. Yeah, for sure. And I also feel like like you I said about it. Frank break. I feel like Frank is kind of breaking character in a way. You know what I mean? Like his character is making choices that the real Frank, the first Frank wouldn't make. What's supported by that though is all the chaos. You know, him like it seems like he's just starting to speed under him. With this episode, mm-hmm. like being outsmarting everybody, because it seemed like he was just getting outsmarted. Yeah, like Jerome saying the next episode they showed on the preview, he was like, "You've been wrong at every turn." He has, Frank. You have been wrong. Why should we trust you? Didn't tell us about the CIA. Didn't tell us about what happened with the Scully deal you was doing. The next thing you know, Scully and them shooting at us and all of this. Like, like it was a lot of backdoor shit. And 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 you seen what happened with Davis? Pulling away, I feel Man. like I'm, I feel like I'm rapping now. But uh, now nah, you didn't. But uh, we gonna go ahead and rap, man. Damn, we yeah. rapping after I was talking. I was rapping. You ain't had nothing else on Snowfall. Nah, you you hit everything. That's all I want to talk about was that situation. Uh, you know what I'm saying. Hopefully this podcast don't sound fucked up, man. I didn't wear my headphones the whole time. Um, but yeah, man, two hours. These niggas don't never get a two hour podcast from us. And I'm gonna try to. I'm, Try to have this joint up early visually. But yeah, man. Hopefully y'all enjoyed the podcast. Shout out to the listeners watching live on Patreon. Yes, sir. Shout out to the Niners, man. Shout out to the Niners listeners. Yep, and and just shout out to the podcast listeners, period. Shout out to the older listeners, younger sure. listeners. Uh yep. We in this we in this thing for the for the forty third time. And next week is forty four rock episode. We can talk. It really should be me episode. I wore 44. That was my first basketball jersey number. Nobody cares about you with your Marlboro Mustang. It's my fucking podcast. But nobody's going to be like, oh, yeah, Terrence was a a, a big head eight-year-old wearing 44 and was a, a center. <laughs>
Whatever, man. Hey, y'all enjoy y'all Friday, man. Let's get busy, man. Let's make this a good week. Yes, sir, man. Until next time. Yeah. Everybody stay safe. Wear your mask still. Get vaccinated. Whatever you got to do. Sweet.